This episode of The Vampire Diaries is covering episodes 13 and 14 of The Vampire Diaries, Into the Wild, and Down the Rabbit Hole. In Into the Wild, Shane leads an expedition to a desolate island where he believes the secret of the cure lies hidden. Don't know why it said like that. He knows this is where it is. Rebecca and Elena continue their bitter rivalry. And in Down the Rabbit Hole, Damon has an ugly run-in with a hunter, Vaughn, Charlie Bully, the Twilight Saga, and realizes he is one of the five, seven admits his feelings about possibly becoming human. Also, not in this episode, but as of this episode's dropping, it is resident boy Michael Chasen's birthday. Happy birthday, Michael. And now, The Empire Diaries. <laughs> the risk but we have to podcast i am one of your hosts latoya ferguson and these are the bad girls of podcasting (laughs) (laughs) i'm morgan ludish resident bad girl of podcasting (laughs) (laughs) and i'm jill dayfield the quiet bad girl of podcasting (laughs) (laughs) silent but deadly yo (laughs) canceled (laughs) We tried something. We'll never do it again. We're sorry. Uh, And today we are talking episodes 13 and 14 of season four of The Vampire Diaries, Into the Wild, and Down the Rabbit Hole, written by Caroline Dries and Jose Molina, respectively. Some heavy hitters, I must say. Yes, very much so. In The Vampire Diaries camp, those are big names. Big names in The Vampire Diaries camp? Big names in the TV camp, actually. Caroline Dries is the showrunner of Batwoman, correct? Yes. Yes. Ah, so, Jill, you know what I'm about to ask you? Yeah, I do. How did you feel about these two episodes of television? (laughs) I enjoyed them. They felt a lot like um, Deathly Hallows Part 1. Ooh. (laughs) We were in the woods a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, It's gray. Canada. Yeah. And it kind of feels like... I know a lot happened, but it kind of felt like not a lot happened. Is it because most of, like, the first episode's an info dump? Yeah, probably. Like, we're still getting an info even though we're on the island? Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot. I was, like, just writing. I'm like, is this, this is part of it, too? <laughs> Fucking well. <laughs> In the chat, I was like, I love walking with exposition. <laughs> I don't know why we said other people wrote these episodes. Aaron Sorkin wrote this episode. <laughs> A lot of walk and talks. A lot of references yes. to 30s screwball comedies. A lot of like references to your brother being in Afghanistan. <laughs> and a lot of women who can't do a goddamn thing. Oh well, no, that's the rest of this season for Elena. <laughs> it was good to see our Elena back for like a split second. Yeah. It was lovely to have our girl back. I missed her so much. <laughs> and now she has something to deal with because her brother's really, really dead. <laughs> he is. Is he like? Is he's gone? He is dead. He is okay. So he's not gone dead, but he's I don't dead. want to like spoil things for you, yeah. but you might be shocked by what happens. Yeah, you're gonna be shocked by what happens. Actually, <laughs> truly, the episode ended. I yanked out my headphones. I looked at friend of the pod, Michael Chasen, and I said, "Jeremy's dead," and he was like. And we both shared a significant look, and then I, you know, moved in here to do. I am bummed that we couldn't watch the next episode. 
Mm-hmm. Actually. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying that knowing what happens in the next episode, Jill. But I just want to know what happens. I think it also has, like, possibly Nina's best performance. I would say probably of the entire series. It's a very memorable. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's she's a great scene. Yeah. yeah. Is it because series. Catherine's finally back, too, and we got her for a split second? <laughs> <sighs> I See, I so I love that what tips you off about Catherine uh, is the eye roll moment. But, like, yeah. what tips me off is how annoyed Elena is when she sees her. <laughs> <laughs> I was screaming and yelling upon her. You. I was just like, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. My girl is back. Move aside, everyone else. She is here. I was, oh, I was very happy. I was very happy. Come through, Catherine. <laughs> and she was prepared with her straightened hair. She was ready. Do you remember see Catherine trekking to Nova Scotia? Oh, she hated every second of that journey. <laughs> uh, but already, I'm just, I'm so happy. Just Catherine Pierce is back, you guys. Yes. Thank God. We <laughs> needed Catherine and Rebecca back. Desperately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh my God. And, and good thing, like, they're different kind of quote-unquote mean girls, so it's not, like, really overlapping in that way. Yes. Because, like, Rebecca is, like, redeemable, and Catherine is not. Nope. <laughs> and that's She's just a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> my bitch. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> oh, I love her. I just, I get, again, just the idea that she was around, even, like, off screen or that we were like just getting a shot on her back i was like i was all a titter i was truly i was very excited it was great i mean to quote buster rhymes i love my bitch so (laughs) (laughs) absolutely uh latoya do you want to talk about your uh first reactions when watching this episode of television yeah uh so uh, like in my mind like the hunt for the cure like the being in nova scotia is like many more episodes (laughs) (laughs) But no, we're done now. Same for Michael. When I talked to him, he's like, how many episodes? And I was like, I think two. And he was like, Jesus, I assumed six. <laughs> but yeah, I just, what did I really remember? A, a lot of Rebecca stuff and stuff. I remember that. Yes. And I forgot the Tyler Class Caroline stuff, which I don't know why, because it's really, really good. But like, also, I think maybe like subconsciously, that's what's made me so mad at Klaus and the idea of him and Caroline because Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, this definitely made me turn on Caroline. Any ounce (laughs) of it I had, I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember Jeremy dying. And then that leading to very interesting things. So, yeah, but that's about it. Professor Sage still fucking sucks. So, (laughs) I remember that. Never forget. Yeah. Uh, There's some good scenes. Uh, and in the, these episodes, like, but in the structure of this season that we've talked about, like, not necessarily loving, um, it, it's just a part of like, okay, well, I guess I, it's nice to see these two actors have this com- this conversation. Like, there's some good, like, Damon and, like, Rebecca moments that are, like, kind of cool, but I don't know. I, I was pretty sick of everybody telling Damon how he feels and th- that whole thing and i'm so sick of the like will the cure make elena not love damon anymore and because it's just like okay do you believe her brain is mashed potatoes right now then (laughs) because i at a point where i basically do so like shouldn't we be more worried about her brain not being mashed potatoes 
<laughs> I mean, we, we see how they treat Swiss cheese brain April Young, who I kind of wish was on the trip with them just to give her something to do, <laughs> to take more notes. Yeah, what's April up to? April thinks she's on a class trip to Nova Scotia. <laughs> wow, so many rocks! <laughs> Jeremy, look at all these rocks, I roll. <laughs> Jared, this fucking bitch with her brain that doesn't work. Like, everyone is so awful to her. Good God. Uh, should we Should we dig in? Let us dig in. Because, yeah, we had fun with these episodes, right? Yeah. yeah. I thought we did, too. Yeah. We open just like we want. We open on Diego Luna. Bill, <laughs> oh, explain to all the ampies this nonsense that you spewed. First of all, Diego Luna, I'm so sorry, sweetie. (laughs) I forgot we were watching Vampire Diaries for a second, and I thought it was Diego Luna. And then it clicked, and I was like, oh, no. (laughs) And who was it, Jill? It was Atticus Shane. That you would say that about nice, nice Diego Luna, who we love, just wants to touch Jabba the Hutt. (laughs) Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, Diego Luna. (laughs) I will say, in your defense, Jill, I'm going to defend you. Mm-hmm. Thank he you. He does have, a, in the flashback, he has like a floppy hair instead of the curly hair we used to. And it actually, it, do, it does look better on him than the curly hair we used to. It does. It really does. Yeah. He does have like a different kind of, a different look because it's the past. <laughs> it's one year ago. <laughs> Um, I will say I do watch the Diego Luna wants to touch job of the hut video compilation every once in a while when I'm feeling really depressed it's and good. it does help. <laughs> well, Jill's going to be watching professor Atticus Shane running in the woods. Now that's what gets her going. Ugh. Well, 30 dancing Havana nights, I believe is on HBO max now. So <laughs> I have never seen it. Should I see it? what <laughs> it's terrible. I love it so much. <laughs> Have you? I'm just gonna make sure. Have you both seen Dirty Dancing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm just, I never know with you two. Of course. Yeah. No. I've I've seen Dirty Dancing. I've just not seen Dirty Dancing: Colon Havana Nights, which it's is great. a bad movie. Mm-hmm. No, it's so good. Did someone weird make it? I have no idea. I actually haven't watched it since I was like a teen. <laughs> Dang. I guess I'm totally wrong. John Slattery and January Jones are in that movie. Maybe that's what's weird about it that I remember. It's a pre-Mad Men world. (laughs) All right, fair enough. That's all I got. (laughs) So Atticus Shane's running around. He, like, is on an island. He falls into a cave. Cool. Uh, Then, in present day, we cut to him just, like, staring out at the island. And he says to himself, congratulations, we made it. And I can't anymore. I'm sorry, I have to interrupt. Did we know that fucking leprechaun Irishman is from Twilight and that they promoted it as such? No. Who is he in Twilight? Literally, on the Phantom Wiki, it's like Charlie uh, Bully from Twilight guest stars as one of the five hunters. That's on the Phantom Wiki page. That was Who how they promoted Twilight? it. I don't know. I don't know Twilight. Oh, it doesn't say? Uh, let's look up Charlie Bowie. Or yeah. Bully. He was in... Uh, Multiple, he was Dimitri in multiple Twilight movies. Dimitri. Twilight Saga, New Moon, Twilight Saga, Eclipse, Ricky Dog Part 1 and 2. Is he in the Volturi? I I guess so. so. I don't know. We're not asking you. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't know. And why is he, 
I'm sorry, Jill, but why is he in so many episodes of the Vampire Diaries? Yeah, okay, member of the Vulturi. Yep. <laughs> yep, okay, he tracks people through the tenors of their minds. God, this picture of him on the Twilight Wiki is something else. Popping that in the chat. So also, this means that, like, the CW made them cast him, right? <laughs> That's what happened. I, mean, I bet there was extra incentive, yeah. Yeah, part of me wants to be like, so CW made them cast him because he he was in Twilight, but like, based on the casting, like in the next season, I'm like, that might just be a type that Julie has. A white boy with bad accent? <laughs> yes, actually. Yeah. A white boy with a bad accent. <laughs> a blonde white boy with a bad accent. <laughs> we'll deal with that in season five. <laughs> um, so, Eddie, but back, back to Nova Scotia. But um, also, um, yeah, before he's like, I'm here, he, he's being chased by... What they keep saying is an islander, and I don't want to say anything offensive, because I'm like, I keep writing in my notes native, but I'm like, I don't know if that's what I should be saying. Um, I don't know what to say. Yes, Damo referred to him as like a man with a hatchet, so I just started writing hatchet man. Hatchet um, man. Hatchet man. Because that seemed like at least just a description of him based on what he was holding, rather than the way he was necessarily outfitted, which didn't hugely feel uh, culturally sensitive. The makeup especially made me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. There were there were braids and there was like white face makeup. And like, it really like, sucks that we can't just move past it because eventually they're like, well, who was that guy? And that element is, but I guess, was that person working for Catherine? So maybe we can move on. Yeah. They, that person was with Shane. Shane gave them the- Well, no. Because there was another one. Because oh, when he talks to him, he's like, "Was that?" He's like, "That wasn't me." So I guess there was another one. Like, oh, I thought Catherine killed him. Okay, right out of my brain. Okay, let's, okay. let's yeah. try to figure out. Okay, so in the first one, it is Masak, our, our great friend. Masak is chasing Masak. him. Yeah, and then he makes a deal with Masak. Mm-hmm. So later, uh, like, is there like a, an arrow or something that's like hurled yeah, at them? I think that's the hatchet. A hatchet. So. We're, but didn't we see Masak or something in that in the second time? So I, I think the deal is that like uh, Masak like attacked. But why, why, why would Masak be working with Shane? And oh, so I, I guess didn't you say that one wasn't him though? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that's, that it might be Gaelic. It might be Vaughn. I think the other two people in the woods were Maybe just they, Vaughn they show us Masak because he is there watching, but yeah. it is Vaughn who throws it. So that's yeah. where the. Okay. I think that's the deal. Um, but either way, I think it doesn't. Huge and then maybe. Catherine like kills Masak or whatever. Or... Probably, I would assume, as uh, a loose end. Um, but so, uh, so yeah. So Shane is chased uh, by who we later our good friend Masak. Masak, our our good friend. Uh, so uh, Shane's excited. They've made it to the island. Uh, Demo immediately makes a lost joke about how you like, couldn't this cure have been hidden in Hawaii. <laughs> Which I love because right before that, Jill's like, this reminds me of Lost. Yeah. I was like, wow, this really feels like the pilot of Lost. (laughs) And they're like, we know. This was on purpose. (laughs) So Shane explains that they are 200 miles off the Nova Scotia mainland because the whole point was to hide the cure on the world's most obscure and desolate island. Uh, And then Damon's like, yeah, I thought the whole point was that no one found Silas, the oldest, deadliest freak in the world. (laughs) I mean, based on what I know about Silas, that that, that is him. (laughs) I was like, wow, I thought I was the oldest, deadliest freak in the world. 
<laughs> but I guess I have some competition. Silas is a, a little freak. He is a dang-ass freak. Although I guess this confirms that it's not a Pangea situation based on what he said. <laughs> okay, so now we can rule out a Pangea situation. They, they wanted to go far. It didn't, the closeness didn't matter. Oh my god. So uh, we are on the island, and, you know, the factions are very clear. Like, we have uh, Stefan and Rebecca, uh, who are both not getting along with Elena. <laughs> As are we all. Yeah, Elena literally, like, Rebecca says one mean thing to her, and Elena tries to kill her with the white oak ash steak. And it's like, who? where is my beautiful girl? Seriously, like, calm down. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, unfortunate. She's like, go ahead, try to kill me, but then you'd have to face your real problems, like the fact that Stefan invited me here himself. I guess he likes me again. <laughs> uh, and, you know, Elena's like, fine, and, like, leaves in a huff. So, uh, Elena and Damon kind of, like, Elena says she's not gonna apologize for not wanting Rebecca, like, around. And Damon's like, well, look, Stefan just brought her here to make it look like he's moving on. He wants, like, you to think he's over you and me to think I can't get under his skin. But that's, like, not the case. Like, he and Rebecca have a relationship. Like, they're, this is not a, they keep thinking it's about Elena and it's just not. It's not, it's definitely not about Damon. Like, it's more about Elena, which it's not at all, than it is about Damon at all. Yeah, they're, but also just, like, they're allies with a shared goal. Like. Yeah. It's, it's so, it it is interesting, like, to talk about the whole piece, like, the Stefan piece of, of this season arc, I do think works the best. The idea that, like, he is having to, he has to define himself on this show, like, in, in terms, like, not relating to Elena. Like, yes. he's really, he has to define himself on his own terms. And he, like, him telling her, like, you don't know what I look like when I'm not in love with you and all of that stuff. Like, it's nice to see Stefan get to, like, make his own choices and be his own person and not just always be worrying about Elena and, like, planning around her and with her. And, like, this feels authentic to the person we've, you know, come to know. Yes. So, thumbs up. So, uh, Elena's like, fine, I'll only tolerate her for, like, a few more days and then we'll get the cure. Uh, then she's like, speaking of the cure, Damon, uh, we've never talked about what you'll do with it. Would you take it? And Damon says, I don't like to speculate. <laughs> he's such a fucking child. We'll talk more about this later, but he's such a fucking child. Jesus Christ. So then... Uh, Bonnie is taking pictures of Jeremy's body. Ugh. And it is strange. This is capital G gratuitous, what is happening here. <laughs> it just keeps happening. Yeah, so here's the mythology that Bonnie gives us. She says, these symbols, uh, like referencing his tattoo, must have been left for the hunters so they can find the cure. And this must be the story of Ketsia and Silas. According to Shane, Silas asked Ketsia for help making a spell for immortality. She helped make him immortal, only to learn that he planned to use the same spell on another woman. Not her when she found out. Crazy, because Ketsia seems very hot. Like, who is this other woman? She must be, like, really hot. Ah, crazy hot. So, uh, so Jeremy's- (laughs) (laughs) You guys can't see it, but Jill's face. She's not happy. Jill's mad at us. <laughs> you know what? I saw Silas. A hottie. Ooh, with a body. <laughs> Baby. Oh, ow. <laughs> he killed Jeremy. What more could you ask for? <laughs> Man after my own heart. 
Love it. A stone god. <laughs> yeah. So Bonnie explains that uh, Katia killed the other woman. And since Silas was immortal, she could not kill him. So she trapped him in a cave and buried him alive instead. And uh, then Jeremy's like, well, that doesn't explain why the hunters have to exist. And Shane said, I was wondering when you'd ask. Ketsia created a cure for immortality. Then she buried it with Silas, hoping that he'd take it and die and end up on the other side with her for all eternity. But he wouldn't give her the satisfaction. So many centuries later, her descendants created the hunters to find him, cure him, and kill him. So there's all our information on that. Yeah, but there will be more information. And also, Shane, of course, just slipping into the scene, as he always does. And as I said in the chat, like, the episode opens with him. And then from that opening, it goes directly to him. Like, why is this man the star of this season of television? A real uh, Meredith Fell situation. Um, we have found ourselves the most important character of season four. <laughs> uh, but we will not be taking back anything we say about it. Professor Atticus Shane. Oh no, we will not. God, imagine us doing like a 180 on Atticus Shane in four no. episodes. Like, no. Ooh, I would find that hard to believe. Tori DeVito should have played Professor Atticus Shane. Then we can talk. Hell yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, so, uh, over at the Gilberts, uh, we check back in with Klaus and Tyler. Um, and things are very tense. Uh, Klaus is being very threatening, and Tyler's like, I don't know, I kind of plan to have the cure and shove it down your throat and make you mortal. Uh, they squabble about whether or not that will affect his bloodline, but Tyler decides it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Klaus starts to taunt him about drowning his mother. Uh, don't we all want him to be with Caroline? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Caroline people. See, sorry, because he hasn't done what will make us really piss them off yet. A preemptive yes. sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're doing a sorry right up top. This one's <laughs> not going to be good for you guys. You're not going to be happy with us. Uh, we... You, you get to like your thing, and the person who made the thing likes it. So you Yes, she does. You've won. Like, Julie's on your side. You've won. So you don't need us. As we are uh, threatening to fight Julie every episode now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so then, back to the island. Uh, you know, our satellite phone no longer has service. Um, Elena's like, is anyone else a little creeped out by being here? Rebecca's like, then leave, bitch. <laughs> uh, Rebecca decides that Elena is useless. Jeremy's there because he has the spell. Bonnie is the witch. Shane is the human compass. Like, me and Stefan have the tombstone. And Elena does what? <laughs> um, and then Damon asks what he does. And Rebecca does say that he has a nice behind. So he's allowed to stay. Which made Stefan laugh, which I was confused about. That is actually, I think that's just Paul laughing, because that doesn't seem like something Stefan would laugh at. Yeah. The reminder that, that she fucked his place. brother. <laughs> I feel like she, he's just having a good, he's like, you know what, let the good times roll. <laughs> this is about, this is a good, this is a trip for Stefan to get back in touch with Stefan. Stefan's and- like, you know what, we're on a hike. We love hikes. <laughs> 
Letting the good times roll. What are they in New Orleans? <laughs> I'm like, Stefan did a face mask on the plane. He watched a couple movies he had been meaning to see. Like, I feel like Stefan's in kind of a good place right now. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Atticus Shane has more uh, expeditions about Ketsia and uh, Silas. Yeah, he, like, explains all this stuff about this well and all these miners who bled themselves dry. Yeah, now and- there's a fucking well. <laughs> 13 episodes in, there's a well involved. A yeah. magic well. Now there's a magic well where if you put your blood in a it. A magic well to kiss and tell. <laughs> a magic well. The butterfly is sing. Do, 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 do. I love it. Uh, so yeah, now there's this magic well, and if you put your blood in it, you can see your loved ones. Yay! Uh, we're getting a lot of uh, information. And Bonnie's like, wait, there's a magic well? And... <laughs> He's like, well, that's what people say. And Elena's like, what do you believe? And he's like, I believe in magic. I believe in magic. Yeah. So his flashback is all about the fact that he, because his of his dead wife. Dead wife. And dead son. Do you want to create a dead son? Dead son. I don't think that's very good. Dead once we put the reverb on, it will sound great. Yes. Great. Oh my god. Another dumb drop of me saying something idiotic. <laughs> Further alienate anyone from ever listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so Shane explained that like after his like wife and son died within months of each other, he decided to go to the well, try it for himself. So we see the flashback. He, like, started, uh, like, draining his blood, but then he, like, repelled and fell down there and, like, seemingly, like, broke his back or something. Like, right? He's not well. He's unwell. The ghost of a white woman appears. She's actually Latina. She is? Yeah. Oh, God, I could not see that. She's played by Camille Guati, who is uh, famously in the Disney Channel original movie, Gotta Kick It Up. The Latina one. She's in Gotta Kick It Up? She's Gotta Kick It Up? Yeah. (gasps) I take back everything I've ever done with Shane. He was doing it for her. (laughs) Okay. All I can remember from that movie fully is just the moment that was in all the all of the trailers or it's like Cise Puede or they're all chicken chanting Cise Puede and then she just it means yes I can that is her delivery that is her delivery <laughs> perfectly Morgan instead of doing so many things that require skill I have committed to memory her delivery of yes I can <laughs> um so Atticus Shane's wife Camille shows up she calls him Addie I don't like it uh, and he's like, well, no, they they gave her they gave her the whitest name ever. They gave her the name Caitlin. 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 That's why I thought she was white. She's named Caitlin. It definitely, yeah, it, it feels very sus what they're doing here, and I don't like it. Uh, so basically, like he's like, yeah, I saw my wife like doing my like the blood, like let me see her, and Damon's like, yeah, 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 we get it, whatever. There's magic. Who gives a shit? Oh wow, uh, I did not know this about how Camille Guadi got her start in the business. Ooh. So she was on the WB reality TV show Pop Stars, which created the band Eden's Crush. She was the last contestant not to win a spot as part of the group. Like she was the one who didn't make it, basically. Ooh. It was Eden's Crush like proto Danity Kane. Yes. <laughs> Nicole Scherzinger was part of it. Oh wow. Yeah. 
she yeah, made she it. Camille did not. Oh. Wow. This this offense to Nicole Scherzinger. An excellent <laughs> singer-songwriter. A host of The Mass Singer. Uh, <laughs> she's not even a host, she's a judge. Jump back in as if nothing happened. Uh, so we are uh so shane tries to give everyone uh their first lesson in survival there's a lot of traps and this is where i'm like why can't the vampires who all of their senses are heightened realize there are traps with like their sight or like sounds but like this fucking i literally wrote in my notes uh that he's a mary sue (laughs) he is he is such a fucking mary sue like he truly like can do anything and like that suits the plot and it it is a little upset because like this guy shouldn't be like the villain he shouldn't be a force against any of these characters like they should have killed him ages ago but he's here he's always fucking here and he knows everything yeah and i just wish he like because i mean you know they try to tell this full story about how he did all of this for his family and he was manipulated and lied to and stuff like that but i feel no sadness for him so if that was the intention, I, unfortunately, this fell short of doing that for me. If only he had a jacked boy to like wake him up when he after it, it, Caitlin talked to him, <laughs> none of this would happen. But no one ever like slapped him around and told him don't do that. Just a jacked little boy. This is my sidekick, a jacked little boy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's. Um, yeah, so there are traps. Beware! Um, we have the... Uh, so then we have a Jeremy and Elena conversation. And uh, Jeremy doesn't buy the whole magic well thing. But Elena's like, I don't at know. This, I'm sorry, at this point, there there have been ghosts. Like, you, you, to, you were like, I don't believe about ghosts either. And then, like, there were ghosts. Like, we have to believe things exist. Yeah. We, <laughs> we need to stop this, you guys. Really, that like it's possible. Yeah, he's like magic. Well, and Elena's like, I don't know. We've all lost someone. The chance to see them again, like that's a big deal. Uh, so then, uh, someone attacks Jeremy. Um, it according to the thing, there's a man with uh, tribal paint on his face, aiming an arrow at him. Uh, Elena zoops and uh, pushes him so that the arrow misses. Uh, but then suddenly, uh, he, this guy falls to the ground because someone has thrown a hatchet at his back. So. Okay, so the hatchet is Catherine, or, yeah. right? Probably. No, why would, no the hatchet. Why would it need to be? Vaughn. Oh, oh, Vaughn. Yeah, hatchet's Vaughn. Yeah. And then this guy is just one of the islanders. It's not Masak, right? Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, so, okay, so that's out of the picture. We're done. Yeah, so we got that. So then, um, is a, our next thing is a little, like, uh, thing with um, Shane and, like, Stefan and Damon, like, like Damon's like, oh, great. Like a bunch of, like a mystery man with a hatchet lurking in the woods. So fun. Uh, and Shane's like, I don't know, we're safer here, like, hike the, than we are hiking in the dark. Not the vampires who can see better in the fuck, like, why? <laughs> this is a vampire show. <laughs> I'm like getting upset now. But it's also just like, you have even, like, even for the humans, you flashlights. <laughs> <laughs> flashlights exist uh I so bet, like hunter jeremy has probably better eyesight in the dark because he's a hunter like so probably. the one who like it's what sucker with shane don't care and bonnie she can express her some light <laughs> so damon's basically saying he wants to keep moving but shane is not interested in doing that and he's not interested in giving damon any information about the location of the cure and he like goes so far as to be like i'm shocked you even want it considering like you'll have so much to lose once Elaine is human. 
I talked about this like later in the chat, but I'll just say it now where it's like, he shouldn't care or even know about the sire bond bullshit, right? Like, mm. why does he, this, again, he's a fucking Mary Sue. Why does he have any like stake or like know anything about the sire bond stuff? Like, like none of that has to trickle down to him at all. Why have they allowed this man in their life? <laughs> why have they done this? Don't let men like this into your lives, everyone. If, <laughs> if you forget everything we tell you, which you should, don't forget this. Stay away from men like Atticus Shane. They'll only bring you uh, deep sadness. So speaking of deep sadness, Elena and Damon have this little conversation where Elena's like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. And she's like, do you really think I'd take the cure, break the sire bond, and then just fall out of love with you? And he's like, I'm not saying I think that. I'm saying that we don't know. And we'll find out when you take it. Uh, So Elena's like, look, this cure is going to change so many things. Jeremy's not going to want to kill me anymore. We're finally going to get rid of Klaus. Bonnie's mom isn't going to be a vampire. And anyone who wants to take this cure is going to have that option. Caroline, Stefan, you, if you want it. And like, you know, she's kind of like, so do you want it? (laughs) And he doesn't say a fucking thing. And she's like, look, like my feelings for you are not going to change. And they do a little smooch. And... I don't know. Like, again, it's just like, you don't, like, Elena, it feels very confident that she knows how things work. A lot of characters are deciding they know how things work. (laughs) Yeah. And again, we know she had feeling for Damon. Like, that's not what we've ever been disputing. Mm -hmm. What we've been disputing is how they've manifested themselves, like, themselves since the sire bond. And how it's overcome her to the point she's not herself. And how it's, like, affected her life and her, like, ability to, like, to eat uh, for, yeah. for so much of her, like, formative uh, vampire um, months. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Jill, was this was a point where you're like, they have, like, a, a whole lot riding on this cure, right? Did I say that now? I thought it was... I don't know, I don't know if it was here, but you did say it, so you want to talk about yeah. that? Like, everything is riding on this cure. And, like, I figured it was going to be a one-dose situation, but... Yeah, they all... You're watching this now. Like, obviously, I know it's one dose, but like, I I can't see why they would all assume that it's like an like an endless supply of doses. What they seem to think it is. Yeah, it's like oh, the cure will solve this and this and this, and it's do like you think, uh, do they think it's like a river running through of the cure? Yeah, <laughs> fountain of cure. <laughs> fountain of cure. <laughs> yeah, it it is a little silly. Like it, it's yeah, is it the holy grail? But uh, why can't any of them read up on Silas? Why do they have to talk to Shane? Like, there are books. Yeah, if Shane knows, he knows because there are books. And this gang's refusal to get one person among them who will read (laughs) is the bane of not only their existence, but mine. (laughs) We really need someone on the books. Rick, you're dead. And even Rick wasn't really doing the books. Barely. He was doing the game. That nerd's name from what? Season two? Was that season two? Oh, yeah. The vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Slater. Yeah. Bring him back. Did he die? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I'm just going to call him a fucking nerd. Yeah. But now she she craves that. But now you love him so much. (laughs) Bring back Slater and Hatwolf. Well, maybe, Jill, if you'd been a little bit more grateful for him (laughs) while he was here. (laughs) The things we want back now that this is happening. Slater, <laughs> top of list. <laughs> well, no, Mary Bell, Ben Slater. 
Good point. Thank you for the correction. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta fix that right now. <laughs> right. Uh, so then we go back to the Gilberts, uh, and we have a uh, Tyler, Caroline, and Klaus scene. Because this is kind of like our subplot for the episode is what's going on with them. Um, Tyler is here to gloat. And Caroline says, come on, like, don't stoop to his level. But Tyler's like, baby, I'm stooping. (laughs) He's like, fuck this guy. He destroyed my life. Like, I'm going to be present for as much of his misery as I can be present for until I can kill him myself. Understandable. Yeah. Is Tyler an Aries? (laughs) (laughs) You look this up, Morgan? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I feel like Tyler would be an Aries. Feels warlike. Michael's an Aries. <laughs> As we know, Michael is the Tyler of this podcast. Oh God, that's not true at all. I also don't let him ever hear that. <laughs> he would. Yeah, you take that out because he'll hear it. It'll go to his head. Uh, Caroline's like, fine. Like, let's just clean up this place. Like, starting with the like awful, horrific, burnt corpse that is that was Cole's, you know, living form. Uh, so Klaus watches them start to dispose of his brother's body, which is unfortunate. Um, like, Klaus is like, call Bonnie and have her get me out of here. Like, we're even, don't you think? And and they, they really should agreed right there, actually. Yeah. <laughs> because what happens, not great. Yeah. So uh, Caroline is not a fan of that. She says, how delusional are you? You killed his mother. And let's not forget, we're standing in a house where Elena's Aunt Jenna used to live. Or did you think your charm would make us forget you killed her too? You know what? No, I'm not going to engage in this. You are not even worth the calories I burned talking to you. Which is a cool thing to say, but uh, Klaus zoops over, picks up a floor lamp, impales Caroline with it, and like swings her over onto his side of the magical barrier and gives her a big old chop. So much Romantic. for love. OTP. 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 I mean, to be fair, I feel like I've shipped people who have done worse things to each other. Like, Yeah, I definitely have. This is very hypocritical of me. Yeah, I'm like, Jill! I'm like, Jill! I'm like, Jill, you sure you don't love this? (laughs) But, uh, I don't know, it kind of sucks here. It just, it's, the whole Claroline thing for me, because theoretically, this should be my ship. 100%. I should be all in. Klaus should be your guy. Yeah, but everything is just, it's, the the pacing of them is weird or it's like really forced something just isn't hitting right for me so this made me uncomfortable instead of like yeah <laughs> is it because it should be clawny yeah <sighs> should be clawny so many in my mind so many things would be fixed uh if it was clawny instead yeah. clawny would have rolled <sighs> that would have been hot yeah would have <laughs> We're a Claudie podcast. <laughs> we, we, we don't want Claroline. We, we definitely don't want Kenneth. It's Bull. Claudie. Bull. You were like, it's going to be Bull. I'm making it Bull. I I'm making it Bull. Uh, Do you not see that Kenneth magazine cover? Uh, mm. I want to go far away. <laughs> oh my God. So then, uh, back on the island. We have a Rebecca and Steve uh, scene. Um, Stefan is kind of like 
freaked out. Like he's like, we, you know, we have to hold on to the headstone. We can't let it out of our sight. Uh, and Rebecca starts getting scared because she hears something like an animal sound and she like grabs Stefan's arm and she's like, this place is haunted. She really just freaks out. It's great. It's great. Stefan is like, ow, <laughs> ow, like you're crushing my arm. And she's like, oh, okay, fine. You got me. I'm spooked. <laughs> And Stefan's like, you realize you're an original vampire, right? And she's like, that's exactly why you should stop teasing me. I'm really powerful. <laughs> but she says, what are you going to do when Elena's human and comes running back to you? You said you take the cure to be with her and you have children, grow old. Is that still something you want? And Stefan's like, well, why do you want it? Aren't you the perfect vampire? And Rebecca says, isn't it obvious? Like, it's all an act. Being a vampire is miserable. I'd be, I'd give anything to be a human and to be normal. And I like that, but like, we've already established, she's already told him why she wants to be human. I don't know why we're doing this again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it felt like a weird kind of like restating of stuff. But uh, Stefan's like, look, if I took the cure, I'd do it for me. And that's nice. That's a nice place for Stefan to uh, be in, I think. I like him. In my opinion, Stefan good. So, I mean, people, I, I, I feel like people who are anti-Selena or whatever are like, feel like Stefan can't exist without like Elena, like feel like that's all he cares about is Elena, Elena, Elena. But like Stefan clearly has like his own interior thoughts and you know what? Can't really say that it's about Damon. <laughs> well, that's because Damon also doesn't have a thought in his head. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> Damon, no thoughts had empty. <laughs> oh my God. So then in a shed, uh, Bonnie and Shane talk, they talk about the spell. She's like, so like, what, I've been, like, looking at Jeremy's tattoos, and there's no, like, spell to read. I and love, he, actually, because I'm looking at transcript too, it says, like, I've been staring at pictures of Jeremy's tattoo. Like, you're just looking at his body, aren't you, Bonnie? Just looking at that picture you took of his nipple. Like, I, I hated, there were so many, just, like, close-up shots on his body, and it was just like, here's Jeremy's nipple. And I was like, Thank you for that. That is what the audience needed. You people know that he's not the heartthrob of the show, and yet you keep removing his clothing. But I see him as like a little brother. I don't want this. (laughs) So um, Shane's like, oh yeah, well, expression doesn't require a written spell. Um, What the fuck? Do you have a motorcycle outfit? That's mine, baby. Bad girl of podcasting. Vroom, vroom. Gotta hop on the back of that hog. Don't say hog. Uh, Apologies. Is that uh, gone? Yeah, it seems like it's gone. Um, So uh, Shane reveals that his uh, dead wife was a magic dead wife. Uh, She was a witch. And she got uh, all tangled up in expression and it got to be too much for her, uh, which is spooky. And she's like, yeah, my wife was, like, very undisciplined. And I'm like, what a cool way to describe the woman you love. <laughs> and um, she's like, you never thought to tell me? He's like, yeah, I didn't want to scare you. She tried to bring our son back using expression, and it overwhelmed her, and she died. And Bonnie's like, so you're <laughs> telling me that you taught me the same magic that killed your wife? Then Damon uh, sticks his head in and he goes, okay, so the deal is you've turned Bonnie into a bomb that only you can dismantle. And Shane says, don't you think I know how this ends? I came here to raise Silas so we could bring back the dead, but you're never going to let that happen. The second I point to a cure, you're going to kill me. 
Now Bonnie has to keep me alive so I can keep her alive. Yeah, because Shane's like, I can, I see all, I know all the warning signs. So make sure you won't like kill yourself or whatever. But whatever, I can keep pressure from consuming you. It already is like she does it, and she's like for like loses time. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't know what happens after like after she's done it. Yeah, and it's also just like it sucks. Like Bonnie is so much more than this dude's leverage. Like I, it just is such a bummer to see her so easily led into this uh, trap. Uh, so then Jeremy uh, gets kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. So then uh, back uh, at the Gilberts, Caroline is just like sc- freaking out and like yelling like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And uh, Tyler's like setting her down on the couch. Uh, she's freaking out because she has just gotten a werewolf bite. And the only thing that can heal her is Klaus's blood. And obviously, she got the ultimate chomp. Yeah, and obviously, he's not going to do that if he's the one who gave her the friggin' chomp in the first place. So, uh, I have written in my notes, she bitten, sad face. Um, how are you guys doing at this moment? I was so upset. Um, no thank. I mean, OTP. I mean, how could you not just feel the love tonight? Ugh, it sucks. Not happy. Not happy at all. <laughs> So basically Tyler's like, look, she'll die if you don't heal her. And uh, he, Klaus is like, cool, uh, beg me. <laughs> cool, dude, cool, dude. And Tyler's like, look, is this what you want? To remind me I'm powerless against you? You win. I'm nothing. Now save her, please. Tyler, hello. You're wonderful. <laughs> so he, you know, says, please, please, like repeatedly. Klaus is not into it. He is a fucking asshole. He's like, you're just telling me what I want to hear. Like, weren't you calling me pathetic early, like earlier? And wouldn't it be pathetic of me to help you now? Like, fuck off. Because you are pathetic. Like, that is your key trait. That's why we love (laughs) you. But like. (sighs) Uh, So then uh, Tyler offers to be like a slave to him again, which I don't know how he could like re-sire himself. He's just like, I'll just agree to do everything you say. And Klaus is like. Yeah, like Stefan was his slave without being, you know compelled or anything yeah and he could just compel them. Them. yeah like i'm willing to let you compel me like that oh can hybrids be compelled i mean there's like the, because there's the vampire part but not the werewolf part i don't know uh but anyways uh so that is the offer klaus refuses so caroline's like i just want to get out of here like because she is dying <laughs> tyler offering to just completely give himself over for caroline hot how are there not more tyler fans <laughs> i think Tyler's not giving enough respect. I also think that, and it's something we said, uh, like, I think last season, I feel like the show intentionally sabotages him to, especially for this Klaus bullshit. Yeah. Um, and future things that he does. It's just like, Tyler is a, a good boy. Tyler's wonderful. I am number one Tyler Lockwood fan. Yeah, like, I feel like, I, I honestly, especially in this rewatch, I feel like the show intentionally sabotages the character for its own, like, wants for certain things it's really bizarre because it it, like the show is constantly kind of like bending over backwards to justify taking him off the map and like putting him away like or like taking him off the board all the time and i i'm very confused by it because it's like you could just kill the character then if you don't want him around because like morgan we've talked about this a lot there's something that happens next season that he does which is just insane and it's like you have no respect for this character whatsoever, basically. is And it, it's the reason why a lot of people don't like Tyler also, too. I'll be interested to see 
it again and see this. I just like it. it it's really unfortunate because like Tyler, I don't. I, I really like Tyler. Like I, I am. I'm in a similar place with you, Jill. I, I got sick of Tyler leaving Caroline so much, and he kind of just turned into a like voicemail recipient in my head. And I was just like, okay, like Tyler's like the absent boyfriend who kind of like shows up when it's convenient for the story. And it just kind of made me like, he felt very much like a pawn. He would always be used to the show's advantage. And because of that, I kind of like lost my respect for him as a character. And I was like, okay, Tyler will be doing whatever the show needs him to do. Like there isn't a lot of like internal logic or consistency here. So I just didn't care. And watching it again now, like, I, I, the whole time I was like, I like Michael Trevino. Like, I like, I, there are things I like that Tyler does, but I, I just feel like I could feel the show's, like, lack of faith and respect for the character, and it translated into my own. Because I was kind of just like, I'm just not going to waste my affections on someone. And I, I did a similar thing with Bonnie for a long time. And it was like a bummer and and I will say that like for Bonnie like she bounced back in a way that for me kind of Tyler never did unfortunately um but watching this with you again has been really great because it's been it's led me to appreciate Trevino as much as I should be because he's fucking great but it just speaks volumes that the two people are Bonnie and Tyler played by the two actors of color on the show that is, uh, yeah, that is Huge what they have in <laughs> Especially since, especially in this episode, it's just a reminder of, like, Trevino is, like, a leading man. And the show, for whatever reason, doesn't believe that. Even if they'll put him in positions where it seems like they believe that, it's like, well, now he's going away again. Well, yeah, I mean, they caught, like, we are being told repeatedly this season that Tyler is a leader. Uh, but he's a leader of no one. Like, he's a leader of, like, you know, kind of largely like nameless faceless hybrids even though technically they do have names and faces but who can remember them uh, and the like and now he is no one but caroline's just insisting that he is a leader and it just feels like an odd thing to thrust upon him and then constantly undermine the I mean, groups he leads and stuff like it's just weird because it's one of those things of him not being fully ingrained in the team even though like, he took a fucking bullet for them in Memorial, and that seems awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he's, like, there when it's... He's there and he is important and valuable when it is convenient. And and it feels like there isn't a consistency to the way he is, like, written and the way he is considered as a part of the story. And, unfortunately, like, you know, it leads to, like, diminishing returns. Like, eventually, like, he kind of will show up and he'll be like okay, like, Tyler's back from out of town. <laughs> Wonder what'll send him away again. <laughs> and it just became hard to invest in him over and over again. It just, it sucks because a lot of what we have seen of Tyler is, I know we make the joke of people wanting the deal all the time. And I feel like Tyler is very much that kind of character. He's like, I will sacrifice everything for these people, the people that I care about. But we don't, like, we don't see... Or they don't show... What am I trying to say? <laughs> People aren't doing the same for him, yeah. They don't give him the, the same weight that they yeah. give, like, Elena. Yeah. yeah. Which is tough, because, like, it's such a good character. 
it feels like it's like, oh yeah, of course Tyler would give up his worthless life that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> like it's it's you know, it's like, well, even killing Tyler's mom, it's like a certain amount of like, okay, now Tyler is alone and we like no longer have to have a, like a reason for him to be here. Like it feels like it unmoors him even more, like from this town and makes him even less significant to this group of people in a way, which bums me out. Because it's like not even, he isn't even like the mayor's son anymore. He doesn't even have a role in the town. Yeah. And now what? He's like, he's leaving again. So it's like, great. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Let me find out when he comes back. Because I need to know. Uh, actually, I, I legitimately don't know when he comes back. And I feel like if they just gave him the care that the character deserved, he and Caroline could be so, they could be so powerful. Like the two of them would be incredible, but now I mean their their send off was like power couple send up vibes. Yeah, it was great, but it didn't feel earned. And I and I agree. And it's also just like it's like their how, how like what number is this in terms of their like you have to go and I have to wait here breakup like for yeah. them. It also just turns Caroline into like kind of a sad sack like that she's this girl constantly being left and waiting and like feeling abandoned and leaving voicemails for people off screen like it's just it's no good for either of them like it, like I, I started to be annoyed with Tyler feeling like he was like I, like I was sick of Caroline caring about him because I was like he's never here he doesn't do stuff like I, and and I I'm sorry to say this to to my lovely Jill's face, and I do not say these things to her you. Um, but that's how I felt at the time, like watching it like more week to week and watching it again and kind of taking it, taking his arc a lot more seriously, like through your eyes, like so disappointing. Yeah. It he deserves better. He does. My boy is a good boy. <laughs> he is. But uh we have said uh, a lot of things about uh, Julie Pluck on the show, but on she gave Trevino a series regular role on Roswell, you know, once this like show was done. So clearly she sees the same amount of talent or a comparable amount of talent that we see in Watson. I wish to- he was the leading male on that instead of who is, but. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, <laughs> jumping right back in. <laughs> We were just talking shit, you guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, a tangent that we would never cut out from the pod, because uh, we said only nice things. <laughs> uh, so, where were we? Um, I'm upset. Uh, back on Nova Scotia, uh, Jeremy is gone. They're like, what the fuck? Like, where the fuck is he? Um, and uh, Damon is like, okay, we'll split up. Uh, he, like like, refuses to leave Bonnie's side. He's like, I'm gonna stay with her and make sure, like, Professor Shane isn't, like, lying and being a fucking bitch. And I'm like, there's my demo. I mean, he ruins it later, but... He does, but I was happy to see him do a nice thing. So, uh, everyone kind of, like, runs out and decides to to search. Uh, Damo and Shane have a little face-off. Um, he, like, talks about how in his flashback, his dead wife... Uh, told him. <laughs> I wish he said, in my flashback. <laughs> yeah, he essentially just, yeah. He's like, in my flashback, I was told by my dead wife that I need to set Silas free. 
he, he's explaining, he's like, yeah, I bled all over the place, so my wife was around for a while. <laughs> Devo <laughs> literally says, what does your dead wife have to do with a cure? But also, like, it's just clear that she's not really his wife. Like, it, it's clear it's manipulation. And I get, like, later the Graham thing, it seems like there's, like, a force that actually causes them to not use, like, reason mm-hmm. when they see this person. But, like, come on. Like, anyone talking to him, like, it's like, clearly that was Silas. Like, come on. Yeah, it's like, this person's like, hey, what's up, loved one? I love you. And I'm so happy to be seeing you because of the blood. Um, why don't we, you give Silas a bunch more of it. And that'll help do a lot of massacres. Yeah. Kill a bunch of people and do a spell for Silas. That's what I, the ghost, want. <laughs> um, fun, fun, fun. So Shane says, my dead wife actually has nothing to do with the cure, but she has everything to do with Silas. So uh, back in our flashback, dead wife is like, we need you to like, you have a, like, what if there was a second chance to like bring both me and our dead son back? And Shane's like, do I even name the son? Is he just dead son? His name was Sam. When did they <laughs> um, say that? She's a sweetheart. It's okay. You wanted Sam back as much as I did. But what if you had a second chance to bring us both back? Atticus and Caitlin and Sam Shane. <laughs> Sam Shane. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so he's like, yeah, we have a witch. His name's Silas. Now I have a motorcycle in the fucking background. <laughs> wow. <laughs> there to pick you up next. <laughs> <laughs> Bad girls, baby. <laughs> I've been podcasting from the back of my motorcycle. That's me. <laughs> vroom, vroom. Beep, beep, Latoya. Come outside. <laughs> I'm getting your sidecar. <laughs> He's almost mute while this fucking motorcycle's up. Okay, I'll, kick t- I'll explain the Atticus Shane exposition. Um, so he's like, yeah, so the deal is, like, he's like, I can't help you. I am not a witch. And Dead Wife is like, but we have a witch named Silas. If you set him free, he'll help those who have helped him. He's entombed in the caves below us, but it's impossible to get him out without a spell. And you need to get that spell. He says, yeah, so back in present day, Shane's like, she explained everything that I had to do. Complete the hunter's mark to access the spell and empower a descendant of Ketsia to perform it. So it turns out Bonnie was is is related to Ketsia. <laughs> okay. Oh, I mean <laughs> two hotties, if you ask me. I mean, they are both very hot, so maybe it runs in the fam. Uh so then uh outside, Bonnie does a locator spell to try to find Jeremy. Uh, again, expression is different, so it creates this, like, path of fire. She starts a forest fire. (laughs) She does. It doesn't seem good. (laughs) So she starts following the fire, and you're like, ah, yes, I'm sure this will end wonderfully. (laughs) Um, so then we cut to Elena, Rebecca, and Stefan. They're in the woods. Everyone's bickering. Like, Elena's screaming for Jeremy, and Rebecca's like, why don't you yell a little louder? Like, maybe like, not everybody on this island knows where we are. And Elena's like, I'm sorry, but how are you helping? And Rebecca's like, well, I'm stronger than you. I'm faster, and I can probably charm the islanders a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And Elena's like, I'm not disagreeing on the easy part. And I'm like, ugh, these are low blows. Stop it. Stefan agrees with me. He's like, all right, we get it. You hate each other. Can we just, like, fucking go? Rebecca reminds us all that she tried to be Elena's friend, but it ended up yep. with a dagger in her back. And she's like, yeah, I'm the fucking evil one. <laughs> and Elena reminds her, technically, you didn't achieve evil status until you killed me, which I guess fair thing to be bitter about. I would be pretty upset about that. <laughs> well, this 
the killing of Elena, as uh, Rick will later point out, is so they didn't, you know, all die, the Michaelsons. So uh, then uh, they, like, their, uh, Elena sets off another trap and she is almost like staked by this uh, like thing. Uh, and Rebecca vamp speeds up and saves her, which is really cool. So Elena then seems to like become humbled and she's like, thank you. That would have killed me. And Rebecca's like, I don't care what happens to you. But, you know, if you're going to die, it should be epic. <laughs> and Elena's <laughs> like, oh, um, uh, I'm an asshole. Bye-bye. I'm going to go check on Bonnie. Yeah. This is our first glimpse of the, the real Elena. <laughs> it's been so long. I know. It was nice to see her. <laughs> I have back saves. Heart. Elena, nice. <laughs> <laughs> My notes, again, are like those of a small child. <laughs> uh, so back with uh, Damo and Shane. Woohoo! Um, uh, Damon's like, okay, so you have the Rock, the Hunter, the Bennett Witch. Like, but what about all the people who like die in the sacrifice? How did they fit into this? And Shane's like, yeah, about that. So he's like, we go back to the flashback. Why do we have so many fucking Shane flashbacks. Just tell us. We saw her. Just get it done. I'm tired of seeing him. He's like dead You're wife. Of flashbacks? <laughs> did I hear that? Shut up. <laughs> I said, I'm tired of seeing him. I did not say, um, I said him. I'm tired of seeing Shane flashbacks. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> but is it fair to say you didn't like this episode's flashbacks? Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Jill, I, I don't feel. like being the one who's bullied this time. I love it. Not so fun when the shoe's on the other foot. <laughs> <laughs> it rarely happens, but then it does. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm sorry, we'll stop raking you over the coals. Uh, so Dead Wife is like, yeah, it, it, don't think of it as like killing people. Think about it as leading these people to Silas so he can bring them back from the dead. And Shane's like, I don't know, none of this makes sense to me. <laughs> and she's like, shush, 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 shush. And she touches him because the magic is so, the blood magic is so strong. And she's like, you're, he's like, how is this possible? And she's like, because you believe it's possible. You believe you can see me again. You don't have to take a single human life. All you have to do is convince someone to believe that it's possible they can see a lost loved one again, and they'll do it for you. Because you believe this, that means that means it's not real. Yeah, I have written in the, my notes for this are, Shane doesn't want to kill. Dumb! Exclamation point impasse exclclamation point uh, because Shane and Damon like agree to be at a bit of an impasse they unfortunately have to kind of like agree to disagree um, because Damon's like okay you manipulated the pastor to blow up all these people and Shane's like yeah he just wanted to see his wife which the way he delivers that line I just like I wanted Damon to punch him in the face yeah it's it's a real asshole delivery yeah Damon's like so you brought us all up here in the middle of nowhere to do massacre number three and Shane's like doesn't work that way and Damon's like okay well where's this fucking magic well and Shane's like can't tell you that either so oof here's the problem with his performance which we've, there's plenty of problems but it's like at this point now that we're revealing what it is like he should seem like unhinged and insane but he still seems like the smug douchebag he is and he never really should have seemed like a smug douchebag then if this is what he's been like what drove him the entire time he should like seem like he's putting on a front but like when he's alone barely hanging on right yeah but no um yeah it's unfortunate so then we go back to uh caroline and tyler and caroline's like lying on elena's bed and crying because it's getting worse 
And she yeah. says she's sorry. And Tyler's like, no, I'm sorry. And Caroline says, you didn't do any of this. And he's like, no, this is my fault for, like, unsiring the hybrids. I should have just left them alone. And she says, no, you freed them, Tyler. People put their faith in you because you're a leader. Don't forget that. Which is very sweet. But Tyler's like, that means, so you're saying you trust me. So he brings her downstairs and puts her on the he floor. puts her on the floor, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> and he's like, if you want to be in control, Klaus, here. Like, you get to be in control of her life. If you want her to die, fine. Then you have to sit here and watch her die yourself. And he leaves. And Klaus tells her, he's like, oh, it's nothing personal, love. If I cure you, that's victory for him. Don't worry. Like, it won't be long now. Love to tell the girl <laughs> that I love that she'll die any second. <laughs> It won't be long now. And honestly, my issue with this, besides Klaus being the worst, is that I want full being bit by a fucking wolf reactions. And we're not getting any of that from Caroline. Yeah, yeah. there, like all of her hallucinations would probably be her dad. So I want to see, they, they can get her mom in here. Yeah. They got the budget for her mom. <laughs> cut, cut out some Sheen scenes. I, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> we couldn't possibly do that. We couldn't possibly do that. No, no, no. Uh, so then. Back to David. Shane's number one on the call. <laughs> uh, back to David and Shane. Da- Damo decides to torture Shane, and he's like, Shane tries to like psychoanalyze him, and is like, torture gives you a sense of control, especially with your relevance slipping away. And I'm like, how Jennifer's body of you to be like, back when you were socially relevant. <laughs> like, fuck off, Shane. Damo is still socially relevant. He was the snowflake queen. Um, so he's like talking about like, uh, Elaine, she's trying to like distract him by talking about his feelings for Elena. She's like, let's say her feelings for you are real. Like, how does that end? She's human. You're a vampire. It's doomed. You're not torturing me. You're torturing yourself by helping them find the cure. And I'm like, thank you for telling us what it is. (laughs) Um, there's that old adage, tell, don't show. Um, Damon's like, look, I can kill you. And then no one would find it. How about that? So the idea is, I guess, we're like, the stakes of this is now we're putting the cure, like, completely in Damon's hands. And he can choose to do whatever he wants with it. Because as we know, Elena Sirebond's story is about Damon and his feelings. Yeah, it just, like, sucks to see, like, one, it sucks that Shane is such a big part of this. And that this is all about what's Shane gonna do about Damon, like, is such a big part of this episode. And it's a bummer, like... The fact that it isn't a given that he's like, obviously I have to get the cure for Elena and let her choose what she wants to do with it. Like, (laughs) sucks. Oh my God. So Shane's like, look, if you kill me, you send Bonnie off the deep end. Like, you don't want that. And he's like, I don't give a shit about Bonnie then. (laughs) And I'm like, I hope you don't need that. (laughs) And Elena hears that. And she runs in and she shoves Damon and she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, and Shane's like, your boyfriend's a maniac. And Elena tears the ropes off of him. And she tells him, stop messing with my friends. Which, fair enough. Then Elena and Damon go outside and they have a fight where uh, Elena's like, what the fuck? Like, Shane's the only thing keeping Bonnie safe and you're trying to kill him? Like, you are you seriously still wondering why she hates you? And Damon says, I don't wonder because I don't care. I don't care about her. I don't care about some lame-ass cure for vampires either lame you're a century old i wrote a man over a hundred year years old saying lame is that on my sadness scavenger hunt list like <laughs> fuck off <sighs> hate this. 
I hate this so much. I hate this fight. And Elaine is like, how can you say that right now? And he's like, because I don't want you to be cured. And like, I get it. There is a story to be told about like Damon, a flawed and selfish person learning like, like, and, and his, his selfishness, like being tested through his love for Elena. But how is the fact that she is like brainwashed and mentally compromised by this sire bond? Not enough of it. Like, wouldn't he want to know it was real? Is he saying he'd rather have the thing he can't be certain of? It's not good. He's never seen her more alive, you know? But again, since since the show has decided that the sire bond is actually not a big deal at all, we're allowed that this dilemma is a yes. fine thing for him to have. <laughs> yes, it's told us it's not a big deal, despite what it's shown us. Ugh. If the relationship is him being like, I don't know, if you're in your right mind, this probably isn't going to work out, so... <laughs> Like, ah, yes, how aspirational this love is. <laughs> I lo- I lo- I- I- I'm trying to imagine, like, being with someone and being like, oh, I just found out that, like, all of this, who knows? Like, I might have just been fucked up for our entire relationship. So I need to go get my head right. And then being like, not so fast. <laughs> Don't you want to keep having your head all messed up and date me? <laughs> no, no, thanks want to be myself again like that just makes me upset uh so elaine is like i'm not fighting you on this anymore being human isn't gonna change my feelings for you and he's like okay fine say that like it doesn't and it works but like still you will be a human and i'll be a vampire like we don't work no matter what and and that is that is a much fairer thing to be sad about to be like i don't want to love someone who I'm, you know, destined to watch, like, wither away and die. That's okay. But the issue is, I think, is is something we've talked about all season, really, is that Damon seems to have regressed this season. Like, or his relationship with Elena should have been much easier after the past three seasons. Yeah, like, he's learned things. (laughs) He's become a better person, like... Through his, through getting close with his brother again, through Rick, through Elena, through like all Andy, of, through Andy, yeah, like through so many, and through Rose, like through so many people, and I just don't. It, it feels like we are meeting him in season one again. It, it's really bizarre. So Elena says, like, okay, you're pushing me away because things aren't easy. That's what you do. You think you don't deserve something, so you ruin it. I'm not going to let you pull that this time. Do you guys agree that that is what is happening? I mean, that's what he does. And it seems like, it, I guess that's what's happening here. I don't know if that, because he, he's basically, I guess, dealing himself for her to take the cure and want to go back to stuff. Yeah, like he's like deciding to take it. Because again, the show won't acknowledge the rules that they've established with Sire Bond for vampires. He knows she has these feelings for him. That's, again... That's how the sire bond happens. How the sire bond doesn't happen to every fucking vampire. Still no idea. But these feelings were there to allow that to happen. Yeah, they, so that's that would still be there as a human. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll still have all her memories of loving you. Like, she'll still have like memories of all the time that you've spent together while she was a vampire. Like, she, yeah, like all of that stuff still happened to her, even if she cures herself. Like... 
I, yeah. So I guess we are, we are then again, like it does feel again, like another example of us being told what's happening and that bums me out. But Elena does one of her, like, I, I do appreciate this beat that she's like, take the cure with me. Like that feels like kind of like old school, like ballsy Elena of being like, if your problem is that we, you, a human and a vampire can't date, why don't we both try being human? And she's like, look, I like, that's how much I know it's real. That's how certain I am. I'm going to love you. Even after all this is over, take the cure, be human with me. We can be together, grow old together. It doesn't have to be hard on anyone anymore. So uh, this is where Damon is like, remember that like big scene I had about how much I want to be human? I don't. (laughs) I think now the way I think about it now, I think this is him pushing away because I think his thinking is, so they both take the cure, right? And then she chooses Stefan because she's human and he's just stuck being human and he can't even be like a cool vampire to get away from it, you know? Yeah. I think that might be what his thinking is here. I think he's living a little bit and he still wants to be human, but like, he's he's also a, a coward. Yeah. So, like, I just wish that all of, like, I, I would so much rather us have all of these feelings explored in, like, longer dialogue scenes than all of the, like, Shane's dead wife telling us how the Silas curse works. Like, it just, this, like, like we've said a million times, the season is paced very weirdly. I mean, I want, I want to get to true blue Silas so badly already. Maybe. I am, like, ready for that, actually. Maybe. <laughs> I'm very excited. Uh, so Damon says, that's not me, that's Stefan. He says, like, I, you know, I can't do that. And, uh, like, just walks away and leaves Elena alone. And it's a real bummer. Uh, we cut to Stefan and Rebecca. Um, my, uh, my notes say hi. So from Rebecca's, <laughs> their ship name is Stex. Stex. <laughs> uh, truly, Stefan finally went out there and got some breakup Stex. <laughs> <laughs> so um they're walking through the woods they accidentally trigger another trap like Stefan like shoves her out of the way and they're all pressed up against a tree all sexy and Rebecca's like thanks but that wouldn't have killed me and he was like oh so sorry force of habit uh and like they're getting sexy together Rebecca's like don't be a tease but they're not being sexy enough like just be a couple. Stop, like, show us be, them be sexy and then, be, like, pull back from it. You did it to introduce the relationship. You did it now. Stop this. Be keeping, like, we just don't have any feelings for each other. And I'm like, shut up, you fucking nerds. The two of you are not capable of not having, like, neither of them has ever <laughs> fucked someone. And neither of them has ever had a one night stand. All of them have right? to have breakfast in the morning. Like, like none of them could, like, walk out, like, like slipping on their clothes. No. They both clearly have feelings. <laughs> Even she fucked David and still had feelings for him. Yes. <laughs> This is not, like, a casual affair. It's just not. It's not who they are. Neither of them are capable of that. It's probably why he never fucked Lexi, because he knew, like, like Lexi would, want, like, have a one-night stand. Like, she can do this. Yeah. Stefan cannot. Lexi probably one night was like, I haven't fucked in a while. You, you want to, like, bang it out? And he was like, I will fall in love with you. No. No, no, no. <laughs> like, oh, my God. 
there is a there is a literal new girl line I'm about to quote. It's Jessica Day saying like telling Dr. Sam that she cannot sleep with him and not feel anything. And then later she says to the guys, I have a Civil War era piece of equipment. <laughs> and that's all she wrote. And that is Steven Salvatore. <laughs> perfect. 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 <laughs> wow, there it is. Well, we can like close up shop now. Like the show has like reached its apex on our courts. Oh my god! So they're they're be they're being hot, but not hot enough. It is very rude. Um, and uh, like Rebecca, like the subject of Elena comes up, and Rebecca says, "Why do you guys assume I hate Elena so much?" And Stefan says, "Well, I mean, you did run her off a bridge." And Rebecca says, "You seem to forget Elena's death was the only way to save my family." I did the same thing that every one of you would have done to protect the people that you love. And before you mm-hmm. cast me as the bad guy, maybe you should remember that Elena's helped to kill not one, but two of my brothers. Maybe we're not as different as everyone's making us out to be. But also they were the dead brothers. Like it's not like she killed Elijah. Hey. Which, bitch, I would never forgive her if she killed Elijah. If one of these motherfuckers <laughs> killed Elijah, I would end that. I, I would find them. I would end them. Does he come back before the originals? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. Cool. Wait. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I, just, I, I remember because it also leads to a, a great reaction scene from everyone involved. God, I miss him. Um, I miss Elijah so much. He's so fucking hot. And he's just like... He's, he feels like the adult presence that we need. Like, he really feel, feels that. And... We need an adult. Atticus Sheen does not count as an adult. (laughs) He reads even though he hates books. (laughs) He could have been the book guy. (laughs) And and, and every scene with him in a book would have been very dramatic because he would have been really like wrestling with a lot of his demons. (laughs) I hate you, but you're the only way I'm ever gonna learn. Oh my god. I really miss Elijah, honestly. I I mean, we met Catherine back. Yeah. Elijah, please come back soon. Uh, Crazy. I can't believe they got the actress who plays Catherine back. I am so happy they got her to sign on to do another episode. <laughs> I, for real, whenever they're like, yeah, Elijah and like Catherine like had a thing. I'm like, do you want to show me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> why would you show me that shit if I can't have it? <laughs> why in the fun? Because you're like, well, he's clearly smitten. Like, why, why can't you show us like smooching? Elijah's probably really gentle, though. Like, more than Stefan. He's not, based on the original, he's not that gentle. Okay, okay. No, no. Elijah does some fucking on the original. Hell yeah. (gasps) Sign me up. I'm wiping the sweat off my brow. I am very happy to hear this. Oh, yeah. Elijah fucks. (laughs) Oh, my God. Thank God. So, then uh oh i'm i'm remembering a scene now i'm like very happy <laughs> i'm high with jill and i are like losing it i no like also like if you knew who he was fucking it'd be pretty yeah you'd be like wow do I, <laughs> I do i know who he currently do i know who he is going to be fucking maybe <laughs> i this is <laughs> There's a lot in my head right now. I for the for the listeners, I just winked a bunch of times. So. 
Wink like Lucy. Hey, that's the only way I know to do it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So then uh, we get back to camp and everything's gone, including Bonnie and Shane and the tombstone. Ah! So then back at the Gilberts, um, <laughs> we have a Caroline and Klaus scene. Caroline is lying on the sofa dying. And um, Klaus is watching. <laughs> cool guy. Um, <laughs> it's like it says. Caroline says weekly. If you don't feed me your blood, I'll die. Which uh, made me think of the, the feature film, The Ten, where Adam Brody he's like fell out of a plane and he like gets stuck in the ground. And he, like his catchphrase is, "If you move me, I'll die." Oh no! And he becomes a national sensation <laughs> because if you move me, I'll die. And I was just thinking of that. I love Adam Brody. <laughs> Adam Brody, come on the pod. Oh my god, yes. Uh, so, yeah, Caroline's like, hey, could you, like, feed me your blood? He's like, she's like, if you don't feed me your, your blood, I'll die. And he says, then you'll die. Hot, romantic, love. <laughs> Guess I'll die. Um, and he's like, Tyler will have learned his lesson the hard way. And um, Caroline's like, how could you do this? And he's like, I'm a thousand years old. Call it boredom. And Caroline doesn't believe him. And he says, fine, maybe it's just because I'm pure evil and I can't help myself. And he's just like so mopey and so like, tell me I'm good. Convince me I'm good. And I'm like, shut up, you fucking man child. If you (laughs) need a woman to tell you to be good, you are not good, you sack of shit. If you need a woman to (laughs) redeem you so badly, why don't you just be worthy of her in the fucking first place? I hate that shit. I hate stuff that like makes women be moral arbiters. Like women are not in charge of whether what you do is good or bad or justified or not. You have to have a moral compass. Stop asking women to do emotional labor for you and justify your bullshit actions. Stop being like, well, I'm evil, I'm bad, Sim, 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 unless I'm good. I'm doing the thing where you put your fingers together and you do the two finger guns that are pointing at each other. Like, stop it. Just be good enough for her or leave her the fuck alone. You butthole. Mic drop. (laughs) That was so good. That was so good. (laughs) Thank you. I get mad about this. I'm sick about it. I'm sick about it. Like all the guys get to be like bad and hot and tortured and then go to women and like cry in their laps. And then the woman gets to absolve them with her love. And then we pretend the guy's good forever. Like that is something the show is guilty of, but it's also something a lot of media is guilty of. And I, women can be fucked up too. Like we have our own shit going on. Like it also is just like, it sucks. Be better. It's lazy. I don't disagree. Yeah, we're on your side. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Sorry. Uh, so anyways, they have this conversation and Caroline's like, look, I think that you did this because you were hurt, which means that part of you is human. And he seems like very like, oh, my God, like, how could you possibly think that I'm good? And she says, because I've seen it, because I've caught myself wishing that I could forget all the horrible things that you've done. And he's like, but you can't, can you? And she says, I know that you're in love with me. And anyone capable of love is capable of being saved. 
Or we could just say it's obsession and not actually yeah. love. Kind of seems like it is. Uh, Klaus's eyes start tearing up, and then he's like, you're, I'm not crying, you're hallucinating, bye. <laughs> and she says, I guess I'll never know. And then she seems to, like, maybe die, but she doesn't. And he, you know, of course gives her the blood to save her, and we're good. Um, She's been bitten twice by by uh, a hybrid, uh, and both times it's like... Klaus's fault. Well, no, well, that, and also, like, she doesn't even get to go through all the fun stuff of being bitten by a wolf. It's it sucks. Yeah, I want hallucinations. I want like gnarly like bites to see. Mm-hmm. I want to see that gross. I want to see that gross ass bite. Oh uh, yeah, we had we had such gross last two episodes. Maybe they were like we got a layoff. We're <laughs> <laughs> too disgusting. The network has an issue with this. Um, I I take an issue with this whole plot because it feels. Um, the, I think a word I've said on this podcast before, uh, like schmuck baby, like Caroline's not going to die. She's Caroline. Yeah. She's on the poster. She's not going to die. So like, it just sucks to have Klaus do this thing that should be unforgivable, but you already are kind of like, whatever, when he does it, because you know, it's not going to last. Like, that's why for me, this felt, this whole scene just felt unearned. Cause like, we, we know she's going to be okay. But her, like, I guess she's, like, baiting him, I guess, to get him to save her. But her, like, telling him that she hoped or, like, she saw these moments where he's human. It's like, he he's killing you right now. <laughs> yeah, I just, it's, it, I wish that there was more about how, like, Caroline herself was feeling. It, it does feel like it's very side plotty, like a story that maybe deserves more space or more time for her to be like to for us to see that the strategy was to lie or something like yeah because i think the idea is just like um but it also feels like there's an interpretation of the scene where it's like no caroline's just like made of sunshine and rainbows and she like tries to like appeal to his better angels because she thinks it's the right thing to do and it ends up being the right thing to do but i feel like you can dramatize that a lot more so that it's clear as opposed to just like kind of filling time and like, mm-hmm. just like, you know, leverage moving. <laughs> I mean, if they got rid of this, they'd have give us more Shane and I don't want that. <laughs> Never mind. I love this. I have no issues. <laughs> give us more Tyler. <laughs> Please. <laughs> what? You want Tyler to leave town? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I heard make Tyler leave town. <laughs> uh so she's alive we're good yay i write in my notes he save uh so then with bax and stefan and elena um it uh like rebecca is running around rifling through all of elena's things and she's freaking out i think this is a really good scene for claire holt she is like elena's like what the fuck are you doing here and rebecca like runs over and grabs her by the throat. So any peace that was starting to exist between them seems to be gone. She's like, where's the tombstone? What have you done with it? And Elena's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And Rebecca says, like, it's not obvious. All you people ever do is betray me and you're doing it again. She's not wrong. Yeah. And Stefan comes in, he's like, let her go. And Rebecca's like, was any of this real? Or was it just a ploy to distract me while Shane ran off with the tombstone? And like- Because again, this is something he has done. Yeah, this is something they've all done to her. And she is just like so at her wits end with this. And it's such a sad moment 
for for Rebecca and such like a shitty moment for all of our heroes that they've become people that do this stuff to her regularly. And that Elena seems to not have like a shred of remorse about it for so long. Like, I, can't, I mean, Rebecca did kill her. Like, I get that. That's hard. But um, it, it sucks. After, after Elena stabbed her in the back. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's a bummer. And, um, Stefan says, you really think that, like, that I'd let some psychopath run off with the cure? Every moment of my last 146 years has been ruled by the pain of being a vampire. And this cure ends that. It ends the guilt. It ends the suffering. And you really think I would jeopardize that. And this seems to, like, really hit Elena. And, um, she seems to kind of, like, really get that this is about him, more than it is about her. And Rebecca's like, okay, fine. But like, you didn't take it. But it doesn't mean I trust like her. So um, Elena decides to try to balance the scales. She gives uh, Rebecca the white oak steak. And she says, this is a peace offering. And Rebecca says, don't you get it? There is no peace. We're all screwed. And it's just like, it is kind of like a dark night of the soul moment. And I can imagine, I think the scene is very good. And I can imagine an episode that feels like it leads up to this scene or in a season that feels like it leads up to the scene a lot more that I would have really liked. And that, that's what I have been enjoying these episodes that we've been watching a little more lately because they do feel like they have scenes like that where I'm like, okay, like kind of like out of context. I like this scene. Yeah. <laughs> As a standalone scene. <laughs> that's, that's my journey to getting back on board with the show. I start being like, no, oh, that's a good scene. <laughs> <laughs> like serialization sucks from now on I just want standalone scenes I'm like yeah Rebecca would say that it's a good idea for a scene <laughs> uh, so uh, we're trying you guys yeah. um so uh so yeah it's um well, it's exactly we're screwed Bonnie's gone Shane's got the tombstone Jeremy's missing who knows if Damon's coming back so us three right here this is all we have so we're either in this together or it's over for all of us. And, and goodies never say die. Yeah, baby. They they did it. Their they're Wonder Twins are doing their powers. Yeah, they're they're all together and it's great. <laughs> Wonder Twins are doing their yeah, powers. Yeah, Avengers Assemble. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wonder Twins activate, not Wonder Twins do your powers. <laughs> Sorry, I've only like seen the off-brand Wonder Twins where they say Wonder Twins do your powers. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah. I think all I've seen of Wonder Twins legit though, like just the Cartoon Network commercials were just like, there's the one who can just like turn into water and that's it. Like the sister like turns into tiger and he's like, uh, and this, the brother's like, a bucket of water. <laughs> Alex Mack shit. <laughs> Not even turning into Caprisa. <laughs> oh, gang. Um, so then we go to Shane. He's running through the woods. He's got the tombstone. He meets... Uh, Masak, our good friend. Our good buddy. <laughs> who, whose background we do not know. We do not. We will, we will assume his his dress is culturally sensitive. Let's call him a Nova Scotian. There, he's a Nova Scotian. He, yeah, he is a native of Nosco. Um, he's, so like, he's like, hey, uh, Masak, my friend. <laughs> what's up? He's like, thanks for protecting Jeremy the other day. And he's like, excuse me, what? And that's when we realize there's another person on the island doing shit. 
And this is when we figured out, now we have figured it out. So there are other Nova Scotians who look like Masak in terms of their garb and makeup. Mm-hmm. So that's who that was, who was trying to end Jeremy. And then Hatchet is Vaughn, who we haven't, we haven't met yet, but that's who Hatchet was. Yes. So uh, then Bonnie stumbles upon our group and she's like, what the fuck? What's going on? And Shane's like, oh, your locator spell worked. And she's like, this is so weird. The path behind me and Shane's like magically disappeared. You can thank the talents of Masak. He's a witch. Should you try to escape, he'll ensure that you never find your way back. So the gang's all here and Silas awaits. <laughs> uh, so then... We go to Damon. He is shot by, a, by an arrow. Uh, a man throws him to the ground. And dang, if he doesn't have a tattoo signifying that he's a member of the five. He snaps Damon's neck and we end our first episode. Yay! <laughs> Honestly, the, the end to this episode isn't as hype as it seemed like you would think it should be. Yeah. I'm just like, like, what you, I scroll to that, and I'm like, oh, it's the end of the episode, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, kind I'm glad we watched these two together, because they, like, do feel so much like a two-parter, so I was glad that we were able to knock them out in one episode. Yeah. Um, so, our next episode is entitled Down the Rabbit Hole, and it opens on the island. Don't <laughs> make you larger, and the other makes you smaller. <laughs> So we we open on the island, um, Michael Bay's island, two thousand five. Uh, no, I wish <laughs> a classic cinema film. Fucking wish. Own it on DVD. Uh, I need to. I should buy it on DVD. If there's an island <laughs> Blu-ray out there, I should have it. <laughs> I love the island. One of the most two thousand five movies to ever exist. It absolutely is, and it's a masterpiece. I think it's Michael Bay's best movie. Is that like? <laughs> I love it. I own it on DVD. It's great. <laughs> I have no notes. <laughs> Jill, you see the island? I've not seen the island. You gotta go see the island. I uh, the literally the episode of the podcast I'm editing. We have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> We're so you still think there's an island? <laughs> I had to ask Michael like a thousand times for us to watch the island because he had not seen it, and I was like, "You need to see the island. You need to see the island." And we watched it, and he was like, I love this. I love this so much. Why didn't we watch it forever ago? And I was like, yeah. You. <laughs> the, amount of di- the amount of mileage we got out of Still Think There's an Island. Wonderful. I wonder if any of, of Ampies will be like, like, really latch onto our island talk. Like, finally, like, this is what you're talking about. The island from 2005. I never got all of your other references, but the island, that's the one I get. I would love to do an island episode <laughs> with you guys. <laughs> okay. So, Damon is tied to a tree, and we meet our our best friend, uh, Galen Vaughn. <laughs> and he is a European gentleman. Is that is that what he is? With an accent of some sort. And, and what would you say this accent is supposed to be? Good God, I could not tell you. Let me see if the wiki actually <laughs> tells me. Um, it does. It does say Irish? Irish. I'm pretty sure. He like switches He's between be Irish and Irish. Scottish. Very good. Okay, I'm looking. Irish and Scottish. I'm not finding Irish on the Wikipedia. I searched for it. Isn't Galen an Irish name though? 
Galen was a Scottish man in his late 20s. Is he supposed to be Scottish? Is that what this is? This is what the wiki says. Um, oh, yikes. The, the His description in the script originally was rugged, handsome, charming, built, and tough as hell. Okay. <sighs> so he's a Scottish gentleman. We've learned that. Um, so when he dipped into Scottish, he was actually finally doing the right accident. Wow. Still. He did not start Scottish. <laughs> he wishes Damon a top of the morning. And... <laughs> Uh, and uh, we should also say, because this is a big part of promoting the episode, apparently, based on the plot synopsis on the wiki, this is played by Charlie Booley, an, an English actor who was in the Twilight movies, multiple ones, and it took these two forever to figure He's out who he was. He's Harry. a member of the Volturi. Because <laughs> um, honestly, it's like, Volturi, I know, Michael Sheen, Dakota, uh, Dakota the really the young one and then the one that's really gaunt the Grindelwald guy (laughs) yeah those are the only members of the Volturi that I know (laughs) and I know that Dakota has another like kid that's with that that she chills with um but like I don't know the Mike like it's Michael Sheets like the draw for the Volturi for me personally what is not this dude no this dude is that's at work (laughs) It's not. <laughs> uh, so Vaughn um, is like, is something bothering you? And Damon's like, would you believe me if I said mosquitoes? So they are really, um, they're trading barbs. And uh, Damon's cracking wise, as he is wont to do. And Vaughn's like, your friends from Mystic Falls think you're funny, Damon. <laughs> and uh, Damon's like, do you obviously know who I am and where I'm from? Have you been spying on me? And he's like, yep, I have. You, Stefan, Elena, your witch, Bonnie. Do you need her to cast the spell written on your pal Jeremy's hunter mark? The one that looks just like this. <laughs> he shows off his sweet tats. <laughs> and um, but he explains that he's been killing vampires his entire life, but still the thing refused to reveal itself to him. That was until three days ago, until the whole mark just magically completed for no apparent reason. Um, and, uh, Damon's like, I don't know. I don't know anything about this. Tattoos? My skin's great. <laughs> and Vaughn's like, you're not taking me seriously. And I don't blame you. You don't know me. He's like, so let me introduce myself. And he stabs him in the throat. And he's like, my name's Galen Vaughn. And you better start talking. Dun, dun, dun. My name's Galen Vaughn. <laughs> not a threatening name. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Top of the morning, Top Damon. of the morning, Damon. <laughs> <laughs> Please to meet ya, Damon. <laughs> I, accent work is not my strong suit. Clearly not mine either. No, you guys are great. <laughs> not the actors either. <laughs> so we had a lot of trouble with this young man's accent. I loved it. <laughs> But the thing is, it was fun. Like it was like it, like it did make me smile as well. Every time it was hilariously bad to the point where I didn't realize he was supposed to be Scottish until just yeah. Now. But every time he spoke, I had a smile on my face. Just a it's Galen Vaughn. Yeah. <laughs> Do your thing, Galen. But yeah, Galen Vaughn says to Damon, "Respect me and <laughs> respect." Um, and uh, yeah, so he talks a big talk. And he's very threatening. 
Is he? I don't know. He's he's doing a lot. By definition, giving a lot of threats. Yes. <laughs> he is saying a lot of threats. Do am I Spoiler alert for the future power rankings. He's gonna be gonna fail. <laughs> Jill, how many uh, episodes do you think this guy is in? Because <laughs> I looked it up and I'm like, really? I hope he's in the rest of them. <laughs> Every re- the rest of the series. Yeah. yeah. Through season eight. <laughs> he's he's in the show yeah. now. I mean, Tyler's going out of town, so we gotta have someone to replace He can be my new Tyler. Hello, Caroline! (laughs) It's me! (laughs) Kaylin Vaughn! I understand your boyfriend ran away! (laughs) Morgan, say even that one Miley song, but in his accent. Even that one Miley song! This is good. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I'm crying. (laughs) (laughs) This is the first scene. (laughs) This is scene one. And it made an impact. (laughs) Oh my god. So, actually, a pass. Yeah, this is a, he gets a pass. Uh, so we got to, uh, Elena's on the phone with Caroline, and Caroline's like, wait, what the fuck? And Elena's like, yeah, like, we couldn't find Jeremy or Shane and Bonnie, like, we are, you know, fucked. And Caroline says, where's Damon in all of this? And Elena's like, oh, we had a fight? Um, I thought he was taking a walk, but now we cannot find him. And when we went to the beach, we saw signs of a struggle, and Caroline's like, okay, <laughs> great. So um, we are lost. We are uh, in dire straits, but there is something Caroline can do to help. Shane is looking for the cure, but we think we can find him if we, like, we have the pictures of Jeremy's tattoo, but we can't translate the map without the sword, which Klaus has. Uh, so uh, Rebecca you know, kindly reminds that uh, everybody that he'll never give up the sword. Well, good thing the sword's easy to find. Yeah. And Stefan's like, but if anyone's ever going to get him to give it up, it's Caroline. Uh, You guys missed what happened last episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. And Rebecca's like, he'll never give up the sword, not even for her. He's scared we're going to use the cure against him to make him mortal. And even if he wasn't, he wouldn't want any of us to have a moment's worth of happiness from being human. (laughs) And so Stefan's like, well, maybe he doesn't have to give it up. I mean, you know, Klaus is stuck in Elena's house. He can't go anywhere. And there's only so many places you can hide a three foot piece of metal. That's what you thought last time. And then he like had it on him and he killed a bunch of hybrids. <laughs> You're like, let me look at his safe. And it wasn't there. And he just had it on his person. But this time, Caroline's on the case. <laughs> so uh, she agrees to find it. Kla- she has like a little exchange with Klaus. So he's like, need help finding anything, love? And she's like, nope. And leaves. Also, I'm surprised it's Caroline on the phone with Elena and not like Caroline Stephens' phone call, which has like been the norm of the season. I know. Not, I'm yeah. not saying as a super, I'm just saying that's just what's been happening this season. For me, it was like nice to see Caroline and Elena talking. Like it felt like another moment of like Elena being back. Like she's talking to her friends. <laughs> uh, she's relying on them for help, as they do with her. <laughs> crazy so uh on the island uh we are with shane and bonnie and jeremy they go into the silas cave and, and, and our buddy masak now masak's like this is as far as i go like you said get the kid and the witch 
I would like to be paid now. He is paid in tombstone. <laughs> and Bonnie's like, what the fuck? Silas's tombstone, <laughs> but it's made up of Ketsy's calcified blood. And Shane- Hot, hot, yeah. hot, hot. Ooh, ooh, getting steamy. And um, Shane's like, yeah, in some witch circles, that stone's more valuable than the Hope Diamond. Anyway, who wants to go down this hole? Last time I went down there, I bled a lot and saw the ghost of my dead wife. This is dead wife. Dead wife. Um, so then we have a Klaus, Tyler, and Caroline scene. Uh, they have found the sword very easily. Klaus uh, calls Tyler Little Orphan Lockwood, which uh, I don't care for him doing that. I would like to hit him. Yeah. Why doesn't Tyler just call him a bastard he is then? <laughs> Does Tyler know? How does anyone not know that Klaus is a bastard? I feel like he screams it every time he's drunk. He's like, this is because I'm a bastard. (laughs) It's firing against me because I'm a bastard. (laughs) Oh my god. So uh, they found the sword. Uh, Klaus is well. (laughs) They found the sword in the attic and Klaus is like, oh cute. So you think having the sword is going to bring you closer to the cure? Tyler's like, you tell me. So it turns out the handle is a cryptex and Caroline supplies us all with this information and she says, I've seen the Da Vinci code and then all of us type Da Vinci into the chat. Da Vinci? The Da Vinci Guys, I'm pretty sure Caroline has terrible taste in movies. (laughs) I was like, could she at least have read the Da Vinci code? I read the Da Vinci code on the beach when I was in seventh grade. (laughs) Oh my god. I was a cool kid. (laughs) Just a nice little beach read for like fucking lady bogs over here. I don't want to like hang out on the beach. I'm gonna read the Vinci (laughs) code. I was in paint splattered overalls and my glasses, if you'd like the full image. Of course you were. (laughs) I can just get a disgusting vision. Obviously my hair was in a ponytail. It was vile. (laughs) Uh so anyways, Da Vinci. Um, we found, uh, so, like, he, like, they're, the handle of the sword is a cryptex, but unfortunately, it's all in Aramaic, which is a dead language that Caroline says hasn't been used since, like, biblical times. And Klaus says, Ketsy is native tongue, I'm guessing. You know, even if you had the best dictionary in the world, it could take days to translate, perhaps weeks. But, of course, Klaus is old as fuck and speaks Aramaic. But will he help him? Who knows? I'm just going to say, I guess that if we were to hear Katsia play, uh, you know, speak Aramaic, it'd be hotter than, you know, Klaus doing Yeah. It. Oh, oh, I absolutely bet that. Yeah. I actually, yeah. I, I, I really like that. <laughs> that. I'm like really thinking about it. Like, yeah. But yeah, I would, yeah. Speak to me in whatever language you want, Katsia. <laughs> I'm listening. English, Aramaic, Greek, whatever you want. <laughs> Uh, just talk to me, Ketsy. Uh, I can't wait for it. Morgan, we're so close. We are. We're, we're so but close, still so far. Uh, so then we have a scene with Stefan and Elena. Uh, Elena is kind of like being down on herself. She's like, once again, everyone's life is in danger looking for this cure because poor Elena can't deal with being a vampire. Again, feels kind of like the first, another like glimpse like Elena, of Elena. Elena is back in this episode, baby. This is, this is Elena. It's been fucking 14 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel she was in some of the, the early ones, but, but not a lot. It's been like 11 and a half episodes. You are right. Uh, so Stefan's like, no, everyone's here because they want to be. Not just for you, but for themselves, too. 
And Elena's like, why didn't you tell me that you wanted the cure for yourself? He's like, why wouldn't I take it? Like, I'm, like I'm, I hate being a vampire. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, I mean, I know why you'd want to take it, but I'm saying, like, why didn't you talk to me about it? And he says, well, it had nothing to do with you. I mean, you know how much I want. I wanted a human life with you. Being human myself, being normal. It's something I've wanted since, like, long before I met you. And Elena's like, oh, well, I'm glad that you told me now. And he's like, yeah, what's a deeply buried personal secret between friends, right? And Elena's like, friends? I like that. And she uh, pats him on his hand, and Rebecca watches jealously from afar. Um, this is a nice scene. Great. Path to friendship. I didn't like that she tapped him on the hand afterwards. I could have done without that, but... <laughs> Don't touch him. Good. Don't touch my Steven. Yeah. I thought it was nice. Physical touch is not my love language, though, so... <laughs> So you, it was apparent from hell, what you just said. In hell, for multiple reasons, when the body was just touching Jeremy. Yeah. Ugh. A dark, dark moment for all of us. Uh, so then we go back to Damon and Vaughn. Um, Damon's in the is in like Vervain's soaked ropes, and Vaughn is like dragging him through the woods. Um, and Damon's like, "Where the fuck are we going?" And they're going to Silas's crypt. Uh, so he's like, yeah, the plan is, like, si- like the cure is with Silas, and I will give it to him and kill him and bring the mission of the Brotherhood of the Five to an end. You're my leverage, I have a Damon. question. Mm-hmm. Past that explanation, is there any more, like, any other substantial information in their scenes? Like, past the fact, like, I just want to kill him like we were supposed to? Because, like, I feel like nothing happens in their I scenes. I think nothing happens. I think this is, like, it. Like, uh, Damon calls him Shrek. <laughs> and eventually he does a boy meets world quote. yeah i'm yeah i'm i'm happy with us uh being i i just wrote demo equals leverage um sue uh then we go to the gilbert residence and caroline starts doing her translating and we like cut back and forth between a bunch of people but i think i i, I would just like to summarize what we learn is that there's only one dose of the cure like, Klaus, like, hears enough Aramaic to know this, and he's like, cool, I am ready to tell you guys what the deal is. There's only one dose of the cure. And Vaughn knows this independently, and now so does everyone. He did the books, that's what it is. But also, like, it makes sense, as we've been told many times, the five were created to give him the cure and kill him. Like, we know this. Like, this has been established. Why would there be more than one dose of the cure? It's a whole fountain, of course. Because they want there to be. <laughs> they've, they've spent a lot of time telling us how it is. And now they're about to find out it is not that way. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, <sighs> then, uh, in the case... We have a fly on the wall in this, the writer's room this <laughs> season, honestly. Uh, so, then in the, we have a Jeremy and Bonnie scene in the cave. Um, they rappel down, and uh, she lands and hurts herself, because the cave is sharp. <laughs> um and she starts bleeding Jill, did you like that excuse that it was sharp no she fell like two feet and she's like Ow. i do that on like a daily basis <laughs> but you don't fall Jill, down in okay? a sharp cave <laughs> where are you falling jill i fall all the time i'm constantly injured jill <laughs> alicia keys fallen is often <laughs> yeah. jill you recently hurt your foot going downstairs famously i do that all the yeah. time yeah but i mean like you had okay. like a cast and stuff right oh yeah yeah, yeah. 
Uh, should we talk about stupid injuries? Yeah. Do you have stupid injuries, Ruth? I, I recently injured my well, injured myself, like just sliced a chunk of my flesh off, shaving my leg. <gasps> Lost a lot of blood. Are you okay? Yeah. That's so scary. This was a couple weeks ago, and I yeah, a big old band aid, a lot of blood. Uh, yeah, it was not fun. Oh my god, because so I can't. I have to take my glasses off while I shower, and I cannot. I am fucking blind as a bat. And just, I did one stroke because I hadn't, like, shaved one in a while. What's the point? Yeah. And I just, I see on the razor, that's my flesh. <gasps> and then the blood. Ah. Oh, did coming you not down. even feel it? I, like, felt a nick. Yeah. And then it really, really fucking oh, hurt. God, oh, I'm my so God. So now I have a huge fucking scar now. It's very big. That's scary. Wow. Scar Club. <laughs> I do stupid stuff all the time that hurts me. It's just smaller and frequent. You're not in the club, Morgan. Uh, I ran into a sliding glass door once when I was a kid. Who hasn't run into a sliding glass door? But I did it in front. Of- I did that at my mom's wedding. I did it in front of my whole family, and I bounced off it comically. I did that at. At a high school graduation party, like you're not. I know I'm not special. It made a very loud sound, and every well, my family brings it up a lot. <laughs> See, you're trying to get into Scar Club, and it's just not working. Uh, I don't yeah. have one. you gotta get rid of your motorcycle if you don't have any scars. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I've lived an indoor life. <laughs> <laughs> we all know this. Uh, so, okay, only one dose. Bonnie cuts her hand on the sharp cave. She's bleeding. Jeremy tries to help her out, um, and uh, he is like, I don't know, this is all, like, pretty fucked. Um, Like, once you cast the spell on my tattoo, like, when there's nothing between Shane and Silas, what happens? And he seems very nervous, and Bonnie's like, do you trust me? And he's like, of course. He goes, then I promise I won't let Shane raise Silas. So, um... Well, I mean, Shane won't raise Silas. (laughs) And she kept her word. Uh... So uh, Jeremy is like, but what about, but don't, do, don't do anything stupid. If your expression gets out of hand, Shane's the only one that can help you keep it in control. And she's like, don't worry about me. If Shane tries to lift a finger in his hand, hurt either one of us, I'll kill him myself. Cool. But then uh, we see her blood drip, 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 drip. down to the big guy. <laughs> the big guy. Yeah, very hot. The big guy. <laughs> Uh, so then, okay, yeah, we have a Rebecca and Caroline phone conversation. Um, and Caroline's like, hey, we have the translation of the tattoo. We're emailing you the pictures and everything. And, uh, she's like, cool, thanks. And Klaus, like, cannot resist yelling, actually, I did it. (laughs) And he, and Rebecca's like, what the fuck? You helped me indirectly? And then they have a full conversation because neither Caroline nor Tyler think to hang up. Just not let Klaus talk to his sister. But also, like, why are they on speakerphone? I mean, they can hear regardless. It doesn't matter. They have, they're they all vampires. <laughs> That's fair. Let's remember. Well, no, I'm not like mad at you. I'm mad at the show. Like, remember, let's remember they have like heightened senses, you stupid show. I know. I guess, I guess, I guess it's just habit. I don't know. And etiquette. But anyways, basically, Klaus like tells her, hey, there's only one dose. You got to find it first and take it. It's the only way you get it. And uh, after he teases her a bunch. Oh, a bunch. <laughs> Uh, but then uh, they rush to hang up, and now Rebecca has this knowledge, and no one else does. Ah! 
<laughs> so then uh, more Damon and Vaughn threats. Um, he's like, they're talking like, what are you going to do with the cure? And Damon's like, look, my friends want it. I want them to have it. I get upset when I can't provide for my loved ones. But if all you're worried about is like Bonnie, the teenage witch, why'd you save Jeremy and Elena yesterday? And he's like, wait, so that wasn't funny either. That was okay. So that was Catherine. Okay. Hatchet is Catherine. And so we're like, and he's like, uh, that was not me. And so now we know that that was Catherine. (laughs) Where the fuck Catherine get a hatchet? Why'd she use a fucking hatchet? (laughs) She's great. I want to see her use a hatchet. Me too. Nia Dobrev, be a tomb raider. Um, like, they just took, do you guys, how are you guys feeling the uh, term? Uh, what, what? Yes, I'm feeling yes. Tomb Raider 2 being taken off the schedule. Sad news, right? Do we all like the Alicia Vikander Tomb Raider? I didn't see that. I didn't see it. <laughs> right now, I thought that I was in the presence of friends. And that I'm hanging out with people who did not see Angela Jolie is the only Tomb Raider I know. Did you see how jacked Vikander got for Tomb Raider? I did. That was hot. She got so jacked. And the movie is amazing in that she's constantly running up against obstacles and it'd be like, wow, this would be a real big problem for someone who didn't have amazing guns. And then she'll just like do a pull up to get herself like out of the part, out of the problem. And you're like, yes, yes. Vikander, use your arms. Um, she doesn't really do anything for me. Oh, really? I like her. Man from uncle. I mean, I'm not insulting her. She, she doesn't do anything for me. Uh, but okay. The one about man from uncle. Do we, we like man from uncle here? Well, yeah. Good. Jill, Man From Uncle? I haven't seen that either. Oh, Jill, Man From Uncle's for you. Yeah. Jill, run, don't walk. (laughs) Jill, leave the podcast now. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I gotta go watch Man From Uncle. Um, So, the cave. (laughs) Uh, Shane joins our, uh, our joins Baramy. They're all in the cave. They've got flashlights. And he's like, this is so great. Like, once we raise Silas, all our sacrifices will have been worthwhile. We'll have all the things that we want. And he's like, look, you're going to see that I'm right. Everything's great. Um, and he's like, but also, don't let anything fucking happen to me or something worse will happen to you. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, fuck him. Cool, I love you. So Jeremy's like, all right, where's the fucking passage? So they start looking around. They find it. And uh, we are off to the races. A geometrically perfect circle. Woo! <laughs> Wait, this fucking nerd is so excited for that. I hate him. <laughs> so then uh, Elena, Rebecca, and Stefan are, you know, trekking to the spot, to Silas's tomb. And Elena's like, what did Caroline say? And Rebecca's like, oh, uh, the we lost the signal. So she keeps the secret to herself. There's only one dose. Um, they come to the edge of the cliff and they're like, we're going to need to jump down and get across. So we're vampires. So it's no big deal. And uh, Elena kind of is like nervous to be separated for any amount of time. It's like, maybe leave the map behind in case you fall. Like, ooh. And Rebecca's like, seriously, I thought we were all trusting each other now, which is rich. You're a lion girl. So then Stefan's like, we didn't have time for this. Just go and we'll be right behind you. Rebecca holds Stefan back and she's like, there's something I have to tell you about the cure. Then we go back to Silas's cave uh, and uh, Bonnie puts her hand on Jeremy's boy body. And <laughs> he's shirtless again, you guys. He's, he's naked. 
and she starts doing the spell and his tattoo starts fading away. So Vaughn looks down at his tattoo, you know, he's with Damon. He's like, oop, looks like your witch is like starting to cast her big old spell. We come back to Stefan and Rebecca and Stefan's like, fuck, only one dose. You're sure class is telling the truth. And Rebecca's like, I mean, he has no reason to lie. So Stefan's like, I guess that's what happens when you're dumb enough to hold out hope. And it's really sad. And Rebecca's like, I mean, there's hope for one of us, but you know, even if I felt bad enough for you to give you the cure, you'd just give it to Elena, wouldn't you? And Stefan kind of like can't answer, which tells us that that the answer is yes. <laughs> oh, Stefan. She wouldn't have sat your neck if you were like, no. <laughs> and Rebecca's like, okay, well, and snaps his neck. And she says, sorry, it couldn't work out the way we all wanted it to. Yee! And Elena like sees this all from the bottom of the cliff and is like, what the fuck? Uh, so then... Uh, Jeremy and Bonnie from inside the cave, like, there starts to be this, like, big, like, rock avalanche. And this moment is the one, like, like, the tank top at the lake house is for you. Like, this is the one that's, like, burned in my brain. Him in this cave, shirtless, his his boy body (laughs) on display as those rocks fall. And you can tell he's, like, flexing his abs. It's weird. I didn't, I didn't like it. Uh, so he, he does put on a shirt, thank God. Um, and, uh, we hear Shane be like, hey, uh, I'm over here. My leg's broken. Help me. And Bonnie just says, best to stay off it then and leaves. (laughs) She's like, bitch, you thought. Hot, 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 hot. Love it. Love it. Hot kisses. He is so surprised that people are treating him the way he's treated them this whole season. Yes. Oh my god. I'm sorry. I forgot to read where my notes say, Bonnie touches the boy. And each word is capitalized. (laughs) (sighs) No. So, uh, bye, Shane. Uh, So we leave him behind. And I wrote, and I just wrote the notes, so weird, we made it. Like, the vibe of this scene is really weird. Like, it's it's Jeremy and Bonnie. They've made it to the final threshold. And it has such a strange energy. Because despite how much I love Bonnie, she is she is not one of our she, she is not one of our core three, you know? She's not part of the race for the cure. It's so weird that it's like her and Jeremy are like, well, at <laughs> guess we're last. <laughs> We win. So fucking strange. So uh, Damon and Vaughn get to the cave. They see all the ropes. And um, Damon's like, well, looks like someone beat us to the punch. And Vaughn's like, shame I have no use for you anymore. Hate to kill ya. And Damon's like, same here, you know, with the hunter's curse and all. So they start trying to, like, fight each other. Damon, like, pulls off all the ropes. And uh, then Vaughn, like, has a gadget. <laughs> He has a bunch of gadgets, so they fight, 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 um, but, like, Damon ends up, like, I, is this when he's, like, attached to that stake? I can't remember. Anyways, uh, like, Rebecca shows up, and Damon's like, haha, you don't know my friends, and then he sees that it's her, he's like, or oh, my enemies, and, um, clever. Yeah, zing. So then we cut to Elena, who's, like, helping Stefan. Like, he's lying down and, like, drinking a blood bag and recovering from, you know, being killed. And Elena's like, only one cure? Fuck. And she's like, I can't take it. I mean, not above everyone else who deserves it just as much as I do. (sighs) It's over. (laughs) And she's really sad. And Stefan's like, I'm sorry. And she's like, I don't know. Maybe it's a blessing in disguise. Like, 
things changed when I went off that bridge. Even if I could be human again, I wouldn't be the person that I was. So maybe it's time. Yeah. Yeah, it's technically sad, but it's like, this is the Elena I know. So actually, it's great. I'm happy. I know. I'm like, this feels like a win that you're like prioritizing other people above yourself. And like, (laughs) I'm really happy. She's like, I guess I just have to figure out how to live the rest of my life. And Seven's like, yeah, the rest of your life sired to Damon. And she's like, I guess we'll have to deal with it when I get home. But it's also just like, you keep like saying it doesn't matter and that the sire bond doesn't work quote unquote that way you know like is there anything to deal with in her mind like that feels very like contradictory to what she said in the past i'm confused uh so then she's like wait home class fuck bonnie's spell isn't gonna hold him and then Stefan's like and after what we did to cole if we don't ram that cure down his throat he'll kill all of us and elena goes pity party over we have to go and they both like run <laughs> off cute i think that's cute they're both they're doing a little they have a mission they're buddies <laughs> it's fine stuff has moved on i'm not really thinking about them in those terms oh people. not in, no not in like a ship way like i'm like two nice friends both acting like themselves on the right you know back on the same side of the good old fight let's hope it stays that way yeah i'm like my friends are back um <laughs> so then uh over at the gilberts we have a tyler and caroline scene and tyler is basically like fuck like, uh, every time I think that I have him, this guy is the upper hand. And Caroline's like, we, we won't let him hurt you. Like, Stefan and Elena are bringing back the cure. <laughs> I'm singing the very loud music. <laughs> oh, is this that one? Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, they're really loud music in the mix. Like, and Caroline. Wait, no. Oh, no, that's not. This, yeah. this is before the break. break. Oh, it's yeah. before that? I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I missed my cue. <laughs> so, um, like, Tyler's like, I got to leave. Like, I got to get out of town. She's like, wait, wait, wait. Wait, no, this is great. It's because they're on the porch. No, they. this is their first porch scene. They have a second porch scene. This is when they're like, Caroline's like, oh, I can talk to yeah. him. And it's like, oh, no, okay. Funny. And then she talks to him and then they go, okay, never yeah, mind. Yeah, she's like, let yeah. me try to fix this. And we, you know, leave off of, is Caroline going to be able to do it? Uh, then back into Silas's cave. Uh, Damon is like, are we going to dance or are we going to play? And Rebecca's like, you know he can't hurt me, Damon, unless he's got the white oak steak, which um, Rebecca has it, so he doesn't. (laughs) Um, But Vaughn's like, oh, I don't, but I've got other toys. Actually, he speaks in the third person here, and I refuse to acknowledge it. Um, He shoots Rebecca, she zoops at him, but he, like, puts this grenade with wooden spikes in her chest. Um, it's pretty wild. He throws this like lasso-y thing at Damon and like ties him to a post. And uh, mm-hmm. Stefan in, in, in the distance is like yelling for him. And uh, Vaughn repels down the shaft and Elaine and Stefan arrive and they're both like worried about Damon. And Damon's like, you're wasting time. Go get the cure. And Elaine is like, we can't leave you. And Stefan's like, you're right. We will not leave you. You need to go ahead. We'll be behind you. Like, run. Okay. First of all, they should have splurged and, like, got, like, a death becomes her type visual effect for that fucking wooden grenade exploding in Rebecca's stomach. Cause that'd be so cool. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> Second of all, oh, this is where I noted, like, so it seems like being good at making gadgets is part of, like, being a hunter. Like, you become, like, super brain. That never happened with Jeremy. Like, never. Is it because they, like, hypnotized him to not have a hunter brain? Yes. But, like, he still did have a hunter brain sometimes. And 
All he was just like, I can carry kegs, and that was like the extent of it. It's almost like they only did this so we could have someone who's a hunter, and not because they actually wanted to like do a, a story about the hunters. I also don't know why Matt wasn't the hunter, but okay. Um, all, like, right, it was because it had to be like Jeremy, I guess. But um, a jacked boy. Okay. It's because his body is this now, and we have to address it. Rory could have been very jacked, um, but I, I guess, I guess. What am I saying here? I think that my only point to the contrary of that is that I think the other two hunters we've met were both hunters for longer amounts of time. And I think like there's all this idea that like Jeremy needed to train to like find a way to use the innate skills he was gaining, but I also don't care. They were a long time and their fucking marks were barely anything. I mean, obviously they didn't do a genocide the way, uh, that jeremy did but like they still supposedly should have killed a lot of vampires i don't know man like i um i i agree that it's inconsistent <laughs> and that it doesn't make a lot of sense uh we so bonnie and jeremy uh are in the cave they're trying to kind of like find their way through it like bonnie's like look at us a newbie hunter and a witch who needs adult supervision how are we the ones that made it this far but jeremy's like i'm glad we're here together and they kind of like have significant eye contact and it seems like they're in love again but we don't address it bonnie says she kind of like knows the way that she's going she's like i just know this is the right way to go and it's because grams is there yay grams except (laughs) so she's like grams this is great and grams is like hi it's me the real grams um at the (laughs) real grams she's like this place allows the living to talk to the dead and uh jeremy can't see her and grams is like it's okay you're here now and you're so close to bringing me back for good silas can do it all you have to do is reach him and feed him and everything will go back to the way that it was so for the first time ever bonnie's very lucky that jeremy is with her because he is like, wait, Grams is not there. He grabs her and he's like, you are not seeing her. If she were here, I'd be able to see her too. And I can't. It's not her ghost. It's a hallucination. Yeah. Remember when I cheated on you with a ghost? I can see them. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, your Grams isn't there. I'm like, I'm here and I'm real. And Bonnie like is very visibly like shaken by this. I think Kat Graham's really good in the scene. She's like, what happened? She's like really trying to play like, that she believed it and that it's not there anymore and that something like very scary is happening to her and that she felt like she was under like a, like a thrall of some sort. So Jeremy says, Silas was in your head. He's trying to control you. And she's like, well, that's what he did with Shane, the like illusions of his wife. And Jeremy says, you need to block him out of your mind, close your eyes and listen to my voice and only my voice. He says, I'm going to get us there. And they hold hands and he leads her down the passage yikes um i said i wrote good boy jer in my notes because he did good he did right he did good yeah yeah uh so then we have a caroline and klaus scene uh still at the gilberts because klaus is trapped there um she like comes in like very calm and she's like you can't kill tyler he's like not only can i i have to And she's like, I'm not asking you to forgive him. I'm just asking you to let him live, like, somewhere far away. And Klaus is like, really? So he gets to live a happy life after he turned all my hybrids against me, after he tried to kill me, after he made it his life's mission to find the cure so he could use it against me. And Caroline's like, we all want the cure. But Klaus is like, do you? 
and Caroline kind of like shakes it off and she's like, it doesn't matter. Like there's only one of us. So it's not like I'm going to get it anyway. And he's like, but if you could, you wouldn't, right? You prefer the way you are now. And he like tells her like, we're the same. And um, she's like, okay, if we're the same, then show me. Like show Tyler the mercy that I would show you. And he says, okay, mercy for Tyler. Very well. Tell him to leave town immediately and tell him to run and hide in a place I'll never find him. The mercy I extend for your sake is that I will give him a head start before I kill him. Boo. Yeah. Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Uh, and uh, Jill noted the music in the scene <laughs> and I was like, that's like the, the Michelson always and forever theme. So they're like making it seem like it's genuine. Klaus is like having some, you know, mm-hmm. mercy and gonna let him go. And then it just switches like, nope, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Fun. <laughs> Uh, so then back on the island, uh, we find, we get a Stefan and Damon scene, which I also like, like this one also felt like I was like, oh, hey, I kind of feel more like I'm with my friends again. Um, <laughs> and that felt nice. Um, so like, Stefan's like, come on, we got to catch up. And Damon says, no, I need a minute. Like, I'm going to slow you down. She only needs one of us. And that kind of like, again, this, this was another place where I was like, wow, if we had gotten to this place a different way. I would like this scene. Like, I like the idea of Damon feeling like he has to destroy stuff and bow out. Like, I I do think there's, like, validity to that kind of story. I just wish I didn't agree with him. Yeah. (laughs) So, Seven's like, so you don't care for that to be you anymore? You finally decided it's easier just to walk away. And Damon's like, there's one dose of the cure. She And, like, she wants to take it if you want her to. I don't. So do what makes her happy. And Stefan says, things have changed. It's not that easy anymore. And Damon's like, it is right now. Get your ass down that well. Help Elena get the damn thing. So. But it's also not that easy because Klaus wants to kill them all. So then Elena's uh, down in the well. She's running around looking for something. And she's like, Stefan. And then an unseen voice echoes, (laughs) Elena. (laughs) And she hears the whoosh sound of a a vampire speed running. And she turns around, sees someone, and just goes, no! (laughs) She is so annoyed. And I think also... Like the unseen voice at first, I like it feels like maybe it's gonna be Jenna or something. She's gonna be seeing Jenna. Nope. She's seeing her doppelganger. No, she's seeing my angel, my everything. <laughs> uh, this is where I write in all caps, her face, comma, it's my girl. <laughs> I was so thrilled. I was just screaming. It feels good. Feels good to have her back in. <laughs> Truly, like She's so annoyed. The, that's the only reaction she could have to see Catherine Pierce. It is so funny. It is the fu- it's, it's also, it's great because, like, Elena's not mean to people. That's what feels so weird about her, like, hatred for Rebecca. Um, like, it feels so out of character. Because it's, like, the one person Elena is allowed to be mean and rude and vicious to is Catherine. Like, yeah. that's the person that Elena, like, puts all her hate on. <laughs> Come on! And for good reason. And yeah. For the best reasons. <laughs> but uh so at the Gilberts, uh we ha like we're on the porch. We're on the we're on the crying and kissing porch. Uh is it time for me it to It is sing? time for you to sing. Yep. It's been a long day. Music in this scene is 
really loud and in the mix is strange. It if it was softer, I'd be fine with the song playing. But it feels too much a piece of this scene. So Caroline is like, how many times are we gonna have to say this we are we gonna have to say goodbye? And Tyler's like, well, at least this time we have like a minute to do it the right way. And uh, she just starts crying and she's like, there isn't a right way. And Tyler reminds her that they're immortal. So they'll find a way eventually. And she's like, but what if we don't? Just tell me you'll never think of me again. You'll forget about me. Tell me they're going to go and live a full and happy life without me. Ooh. And so it's according to my transcript, it says he looks at her sadly, eyes glistening. When he speaks, he seems to mean the opposite of what he is saying. I will live a happy life without you. I will forget all about you. And I will never, ever think about you again. And so they kiss and they're crying and it's really sad. And Caroline says, until we find a way. He gives her a little kiss on her forehead and let, she, she lets him go. And he leaves. And it's very sad. And I don't care for it. I don't care for it either. Show of hands, who cares for it? No one. <sighs> fuck Klaus, you guys. Yeah, I, fuck Klaus. It, I mean, it was a good scene. And it made me misty. And I cried a little bit. But, like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to New Orleans already. Yeah, I'm, go away, Klaus. I'm done. <laughs> I just, yeah, it, it's just really bizarre, like, to keep making him leave. Like, have them break up, like, if you don't want them to get, like, I don't know. It's very strange. Like, it, it, it feels very much like this, like, piss or get off the pot kind of, like, situation with them. The last couple that they didn't want together, they decided that Elena should be sirebound to break that couple up. So maybe don't let them do anything. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. It's, just, it's so weird. Uh, my note, my bullet points here say bye, heart, and bullshit. <laughs> so then we're back in the cave. And we end uh Steve finds Professor Shane. And he also doesn't help him. Yeah, it rules. He's like, where is Jeremy and Bonnie? And Shane's like, I have no idea. So Shane, so Steve screams at him to stop lying. And Shane's like, I'm not lying. If you help me, I'll take you the rest of the way, I promise. And he's like, God. Fucking hell, you knew the whole time that there was only one cure, didn't you? And Shane's like, what? No, how could I? I've never seen it. And he's like, look, everything I did and I said was just to bring my family back. And Stefan's like, cool, so you know what it's like to have hope. And now you know what it feels like to lose it. And then he leaves. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Eat shit, Shane. <laughs> so then uh, ghost Caitlin, the dead wife, appears and he's like, I've failed you, my dead wife. And she's like, no, you didn't. She says, no, you, you did everything I asked you to. Everything's going to be just fine. And so the fact that that dead wife, who is clearly not a real ghost, we have it confirmed now, is happy, leads us to believe that we should be worried. Dun, dun, dun. So then we go to Bonnie and Jeremy. They find Silas. He's like this big dude covered in like vines and like sarcophagus armor shit uh and he's holding this little box on his chest and jeremy's like that's the cure how's that supposed to cure every vampire in the world and bonnie's like i don't think it's gonna <laughs> so they try to they try to get it out of his grasp but they can't it's like it's fossilized in place and um bonnie's like fuck the only way we're gonna get 
the cure is if we unfreeze him. We have to feed him blood and wake him up. And that uh, does not sound so good to them. Yikes. They should have carried Shane so they could get him being trapped. You love Silas so much. Wake him up yourself. So uh, (laughs) then we have a Rebecca and Damon scene. And um, they're both just like beat to shit. Which I actually (laughs) love for the two of them. Uh, Rebecca's like, you're alive. And Damon's like, yeah. (laughs) And uh, Rebecca says, why didn't you go with them? And Taman says, needed a siesta. <laughs> there is my idiot boy again. <laughs> um, and Rebecca's like, you gave up, didn't you? And Taman says, I didn't give up. I just realized you can't control everything, no matter how hard you try. Let's just say I made peace with that fact. And Rebecca's like, peace. You love Elena and you always will. If she becomes human, she may not feel the same way about you. You're not going to ever get to know peace. Again, Damon wants the version of Elena he can control. He's always wanted to control her, which has always been my problem with uh, the Damon-Elena stuff. And this just amplifies that. It heightens that, if you will. And it fucking sucks. Yeah, that's not happy for them. Like This is like a version of them where Damon does not have to work on himself at all. And they were like, what's a way for them to be together where Damon doesn't have to become a better person? Like, in fact, is arguably a worse person than he was in previous seasons. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just, it feels just like a fundamental miscalculation. And that's bad. So that's, this is where Damon says, life sucks, get a helmet. <laughs> Um, and Rebecca says, you did something selfless, Damon. If I didn't know better, I'd say you were becoming a halfway decent person. And I'm like, is it selfless to, like, allow your girlfriend to exercise her free will? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, is it selfless to let your girl exercise her free will? Fellas! (laughs) Me, me doing the butterfly meme of, like, Rebecca being, like, Damon allowing Elena to do what she wants. Is this selflessness? <laughs> I'm like, Rebecca, you need to meet, like, some other men. <laughs> she really does. This poor girl. God. So uh, Bonnie and Jeremy are, like, at this point where they're like, fuck, like, there's no way to do this without raising him. Like, fuck. And then out of nowhere, Bonnie is stabbed by Vaughn. Who says, don't listen to the witch, boy. We have to raise Silas and we have to do it now. And Jeremy's like... But he does it with an accent. Ah, top of the morning, Jeremy. <laughs> don't listen to the witch there, boy. <laughs> like, it's a whole... So Jeremy's uh, understandably upset that his ex-girlfriend has been stabbed. And he's freaking out and trying... And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? And Vaughn's like, what you should have done before. I'm raising Silas... And he's like dripping his blood in his mouth. He's, and then I'm going to kill him. So Jeremy and Vaughn fight, 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 fight. And Vaughn's like, but we're on the same team. And Jeremy's like, you stabbed my friend. <laughs> Fair. Um, but uh, like Jeremy's like, you can't use the cure on Silas. And Vaughn's like, it's literally what it's meant for. <laughs> At least Vaughn knows what's going yeah, on. Yeah, he's like, what the fuck else would you use it for? Your friends, your sister? Sorry, dude. Wasn't meant for that. Nothing personal. And then Elena, in quotes, shows up <laughs> and is about to, it goes for Vaughn's throat. And Jeremy goes, don't, Hunter's curse. And Elena, in quotes, pauses 
Elena immediately rolls her eyes and throws <laughs> him off to the side. And Jill's like, that's Catherine. Yeah. I was like, well, <sighs> yep. Uh, my bullet points say boy fight, then all caps, my girl showed up. <laughs> so She's happy. so good at being Catherine. <laughs> yeah. So she does this, like, her, like, Catherine being Elena thing. She, like, makes sure to be like, Jeremy, are you okay? Like, she knows to keep the illusion up. But, you know, if you know better, you know better. <laughs> right. And uh, it's not maybe maybe as sweet as Elena would normally be. But also. Let's get someone who's never seen the show to watch this episode. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, we like. Is this someone we don't like? <laughs> I want to know the reaction when all of a sudden there's a second Nina Dobra. Yeah. I mean, if they have any sense in their head, they'll be thrilled. <laughs> as many Ninas as possible. What if Vaughn's their favorite character? <laughs> they love him in his accent. Vaughn's my favorite character. <laughs> yeah, they'll just bite you. Oh, no. um, so then Caroline is still on the porch swing. She's still sad. But Klaus suddenly walks outside. Up in the ocean. <laughs> Uh, swing on the porch, swing. Uh, so the spell is worn off, and Caroline's like, wait, what the fuck? How'd you get out? And Klaus says, I fear something awful has befallen your friend Bonnie. And she's like, ugh, okay, like, not good. And, um, she, she, like, kind of doesn't want him near her, and he's like, don't worry, you know I'd never hurt you. And she's like, you've done enough. And Klaus is like, I've done more than enough. I've shown kindness, forgiveness, pity. Because of you, Caroline. It was all for you. And then he, like, leaves, like, wow, I've, what growth I've shown. I, I guess, missed it, so I didn't rant, but, like, again, he brought up uh, earlier how he, you know, he gave her his blood before when, you know, Tyler bit her. As they keep, every time they mention it, it's one of those convenient things where we're going to leave out the reason why that thing happened, like, you know, while we ignore why Caroline hates Damon, which is he, commanded Tyler to bite Caroline and then he swooped in to be the hero because of his obsession with this teenage girl so like ah fuck this shit um if you like Caroline and you're nice um would you care to I'm interested to know what do you think of this moment is this a moment for you where you're like they're so in love or is this a moment where you're like Klaus you fucking idiot like you're being so dumb about the way you're going about being in love with her. Like, I, I would be interested to see what your take is. So uh, if, if if Latoya doesn't want to read that, just say for Morgan, Claroline for Morgan. Because <laughs> uh, I want to try to understand y'all. I, I'm also curious, though. And by the time this episode drops, we'll probably be in like season six. So. Oh my God, like, yes. Just any hardcore Caroline shipper who is nice please be nice <laughs> yes. um please like explain it to me because <laughs> like I I genuinely am curious and it is a ship that I want to be on board for because it's a ship that I should be on board for knowing my usual taste <laughs> but it, it's it just doesn't work for me explain it to us like we're four years old yeah Teach me how to understand clear <laughs> That's for our listener who likes community. Um, so then on the island, uh, we have uh, Stefan and Elena. Stefan's like, what happened? And Elena is curled up 
sitting against the wall. She's bloodied up and she whimpers, she's here. And Stefan's like, who? Come on, Stefan, use your Cut to my dear, my darling, my everything, Catherine Pierce. Um, she is just there. She's pretending to be Elena. Like, Jeremy is fooled as fuck. Although, like, it's like, she is playing her hand because Jeremy's like, you gotta help uh, Bonnie. You gotta give her your blood. And she's like, not now. Let's do something else. Yes. Like, he's like, we have to help Bonnie. Like, we'll raise Silas after we fucking help her. And Catherine's like, oh, okay. I just need to make sure you're okay first. And Jeremy's like, I'm fucking fine. What are you doing? And then he's like, the cure, Jeremy, after everything we've been through, it's right there. And Jeremy's like, okay, but after we help Bonnie. And then Catherine just drops it completely and says, God, I forgot what a brat you were. <laughs> Jeremy's like, what? And Catherine goes, I'm done playing nice. She grabs him, slices his wrist open, holds him over Silas's mouth, and Jeremy's like, Catherine. And Catherine says, it's been too long, little Gilbert. <laughs> I am just kicking. Queen, queen, I'm, queen. I'm gleeful. I'm happy. She is so cool. And she says, sorry, family reunion's gonna have to be cut short. And she uh, pulls him up again and, like, sinks her fangs into his neck and then, like, forces that, like, bloodied throat wound over to the mouth slit for Silas and holds him in place. And then Silas's, like, arms, which are, like, all, like, black, like, appear and start holding him, like, down. It's fucking, it's very upsetting to see how scared, like, Jeremy looks in this. Like, he's, like, screaming, and it is, like, genuinely, like, really fucked. But, um, eventually, like, Catherine grabs the box, she zoops the fuck out of there, and Silas grabs Jeremy and snaps his fucking neck, and he falls to the floor dead, and Bonnie just gets to watch. Seems kind of dumb on Silas's part, no? Like, if you need the blood, <laughs> keep him there. Well, Maybe it was enough blood. We don't yeah. know. You don't know how much he needs. He had those drip drops from earlier. That's fair. He's got a whole boy. And is, like, Hunter's blood more valuable? Possibly. He's got a whole jacked little boy. Oh. <laughs> well, a dead jacked little boy. <sighs> yeah, it's good. Rip. So what do you think? Jill, do you My reaction... That? In the chat was just all caps again. <laughs> I really do wish we could watch the next episode. He died again. Rip. <laughs> Will this one take is the question. Probably not. But uh, yeah, those are our Nova Scotia episodes. <laughs> we got to the cure. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm, I'm ready to take a nap. Yeah. Uh, should we should we rank? Oh, yeah. Let me pull up my rankings. Number one, Jeremy. Number two, Shane. Number three, actually, no, wait. Number one, Thank you. I was going to correct you. (laughs) Um, Number five. (laughs) Coming in at number five, we have Stefan. Ooh. Um, Number four is Caroline. Did she drop from last time? Let me look. I have the last time written out. I write them down now. Um, Oh, wow. Because I'm very professional. I just Uh, modify it in my notes. No, Caroline was number four last time. She Uh, was. Okay. And and we commented on her dropping in the rankings. Number three, we have Miss Bonnie Bennett. Ooh. Nice, nice, nice. For just completely leaving 
Addie. That is two up. Addie. Why'd you remind me of Addie? Now that is a, Stefan was number three last week. So that is a drop down two for him and a hop up two for Bonnie, who is five. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Number two Mm -hmm. is Rebecca. Hell yeah. Holding steady at two. Noise, 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 noise. Number one is Vaughn. No. (laughs) (laughs) Tyler. Woo. Wow. Oh, I can't believe it. Negative five, Klaus. <laughs> Klaus is, yeah, he's down. There <laughs> uh, you go, Klaus, you stupid idiot. What a dumb boy. <laughs> Time for crushes. Crushes, crush. Um, uh, I will go first, and my answers are Rebecca and Catherine. Hell yeah. Good choices. Uh, mine are Tyler and Catherine. <laughs> As are mine. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler straight up was just like, I'm dirt. I'll die for Caroline. And I'm like, this is hot to me. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I'm like, one, same. Two, hot. Like, good for him. Yeah. I can't, like, lay it all on the line, baby. (laughs) My second episode crush was going to be Bonnie. And then as soon as I saw that eye roll, I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. I feel like this is not the first time that Catherine has swooped in yeah. at the last minute. <laughs> that's her. That's her whole thing. Oh, she's <laughs> gifted that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I'm so happy. Like I'm so happy to have her. This is surprisingly not as long of a recording as we usually do. Guys. I know. Three and a half hours. And it's, that's it's not long. because this was a Deathly Hallows Part One situation. Where like, <laughs> there's like not much. But yeah, those were our episodes. I'm, I mean, Hattie, like, Elena is going to have to deal with the... My my curiosity right now mm-hmm. yeah, is, what the hell does Catherine want with the cure? <laughs> I mean, she is a... She doesn't want to take it like that. Yeah, she doesn't want to take it. So what... Why does she want it? Just to, like, ruin everyone's lives? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds like her MO also... I'll say she is a lover of leverage. <laughs> yeah, um... The next episode is written by Julie Pleck, by the way. But what? I don't know if that should. I should look forward to that or not anymore. I mean, <laughs> there's drama. Drama. Yeah, you're gonna love it. It. Uh, it should be fun. I. I hope that we have a good time. Um, I, I'm excited to watch these next two. I think it's gonna be a fun recording session. I'm excited to watch the next one. I am trepidatious to watch the second one i think we're gonna have fun (laughs) is the 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 second one not great well there's a change in status quo that i've been like terrified to revisit huh (laughs) we're all we shall see i'm like the wheels are turning they're rusty but (laughs) They're up there and they're trying to make sense of what that would mean. I mean, you'll find out soon enough. Yeah, is there anything else you, like, do you have any predictions for the rest of the season yeah, or anything like that? Um, well, we're going to meet Silas. Yeah. Soon? Hachi Chachi. Hachi Chachi. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> Couldn't tell. And Tyler's gone. So sad. Hopefully, there's more Vaughn. <laughs> oh, so you're sad about Tyler? <laughs> oh no! 
Oh, I didn't tell you how many episodes he's in, did I? Oh, no. No. Uh, I guess, does the first one count? Because he's, like, there for, like, two seconds, but I guess it counts. So, three more episodes. I, like, read, like, five episodes of Vaughn. What the fuck? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm excited. More episodes of an accent. Yeah. Chill, I'm delighted you like me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Galen Vaughn <laughs> The latching on to Galen Vaughn A character I forgot existed Oh yeah <laughs> Listen, he's been making me smile And that counts for something You are absolutely right In in this climate We'll take yeah. it <laughs> uh, We are grasping you guys. <laughs> uh, But yeah, the next two episodes Are Stand By Me And Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah, baby. And let me just say, the name is apt. <laughs> I, <laughs> you look so pained. <laughs> I, I don't know if I'm ready. I am um, twiddling my fingers in a villainous you, fashion. You've been ready for this. I'm, I'm very ready. I think, I'm not, I don't know if it's going to be good or bad, but I like welcome the change. <laughs> It is a change. What? <laughs> you shall see. Um, should we should we plug it up, babies? Yeah, find me on Twitter at Lafergs. Look at my tweets. They're good. They are. They Listen are. to Angel on Top. Do that. Listen to things I do. Find them. I'll tweet about them. Just I'm don't so plagiarize her, please. Stop doing that. Or do, and, and then let me know stories about it. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Lorgan Mudich, and I'm the same handle on all other social media. So if you want to find me, that's how you do it. And I'm on Twitter at Jillbo Baggins with two I's instead of two L's and other social media at Jill D-E-F-I. And uh, please follow our podcast on social media platforms. You can search for it. You know how to do it. I, I <laughs> Oh, you're, you're not going to listen to this? I one? always list them wrong. I <laughs> I know. Okay, I have I the Twitter. Figure it out. The Twitter is at Amp Diaries Pod. And the okay. Instagram is Empire Diaries Pod. I don't know the Gmail because I can't touch it. You can email us. It is the, the Empire Diaries Pod at gmail.com, correct? I think so, yeah. So there you go. Uh, please reach out to us in any way that you want to. Uh, nice, nice Claroline shippers. <laughs> don't dox us. I would like to have a conversation about Claroline. So please, <laughs> I welcome it. Just be kind. Yeah. We won't, but you can. Please be. do be nice. And please, um, like, rate uh, and review our podcast on iTunes, uh, preferably five stars. It helps us, you know, it helps me. I'm sad. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a morale boost. <laughs> yeah, even if you want to just write, sorry you're sad, Morgan. <laughs> like, just give us five stars. Five stars, it keeps us warm. It keeps us warm. Uh, literally, as I started like um, editing uh, for three hundred three, three hundred four, I was like going to the edit. And I was like, "Oh yeah, we were this is where we were singing." I can't change a bunch. Oh, I forgot. That's our our famous uh, same love bit. Oh my god! I can't change <laughs> even if I tried. <laughs> Thanks. It's Bill Forbes' fault. I think it's because of the hard G. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what what makes us sing this song. <laughs> oh God! I please. I'm worried. I'm gonna be absolutely awful in that episode. <laughs> please cut out any mean things I say. <laughs>
do we want to do we want to sing sing us out? I mean, what's an Irish shanty we could sing <laughs> or a Scottish shanty? Oh. I'm trying to get bought it up. Tub thumping. Uh, come on, Eileen. That's that's Irish. <laughs> come on, Eileen. <laughs> 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 Come on, Eileen. Come on, Eileen. Do 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 Butterfly, do 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 do